Hello, beautiful people. It is Thursday, September 29th, 2022, and this show starts right now. Football is entering NFL week four wow. this evening in the great city of Cincinnati. Ohio, yeah. right there on the river with Kentucky. You can actually drive your car from Cincinnati, put it on a boat, and then drive that song bitch off in Kentucky. I believe people from Cincinnati go party in Kentucky, and people from Kentucky party in Cincinnati, but I digress. That is not a part of the conversation this evening. No. Although it is a beautiful city on the river, a team has traveled up from tropical Miami to take on the Super Bowl appearing Bengals of last season. Now the Miami Dolphins had to travel up to Cincinnati a little bit earlier than normal because of that asshole Hurricane Ian, mm -hmm. who tees and pees to everybody that had yeah. to feel that asshole's effects last yes, night. Yes. The world was watching alongside of you guys. Hope everybody's okay. Hope everybody's stuff is all right. In reality, that's not going to be the case, but we wish for everybody's future success with this asshole Hurricane Ian. Miami traveled up to Cincinnati a little bit earlier than normal to get out of the storm's way, so there isn't any shakeup for this Thursday night football matchup. They are practicing at the University of Cincinnati, doing their walkthroughs on a college football field sure. that has dorms and classes around it, and nonetheless, most of their walkthrough was put onto the internet by yep. one account Yikes. that was shared by many. Will that affect this evening's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Will having to have 90 plays on the defensive side of the ball just four days ago affect the Miami Dolphins going into play the Cincinnati Bengals? That'll be the conversation of the day. Also, we have some uh, NFL monthly award winners because we're already a month into the season. Wow. We have some dirty graphics about the league's leaders with four, uh, three weeks full uh, stats in there so we can get a kind of a taste of who's going to have an MVP season, who's going to be at the top of the charts, who's not going to be, who's going to maybe fall off, Who's going to find their way on mm. there? There's a lot to talk about today. I believe Von Miller will be joining us. Wow. Okay. Coach Pagano will be joining us for yeah. his keys for tonight's game. So let's uh, let's continue to learn stuff. Yeah. Lock yeah. in. Sounds good. Let's continue to be smart. I think Chuck has been accurate in who is going to win each week. So maybe that is something to think about. Some of his shit has backfired. Most of his shit has shown up. Yep. We get a chance for that again today. We can't wait for that. The Toxic Tables here at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt. And joining us on stage, a host of Everything DB and Man to Man podcast, just hanging out today. We are thankful for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Yeah, boy. Okay, so let's dive into tonight's game right now. Sure. AJ Hawk will be with us the second hour. He is picking tonight's Super Boost. Yep. Whoa. AJ Hawk. We saw what had happened in mine. Okay. Then we saw what had happened to mine again. A blasphemy. And we're seeing how hot the Hawk is. Two weeks of predictions or three mm. weeks of predictions. He is on fire. Yep. Started like this last season as well. True. We got to remember when Hawk is hot, we got to ride the Hawk and up to the altitudes that we can't reach ourselves. <laughs> so we will debut that in the second hour with AJ Hawk on here. We might disagree on some things on that, but that's what the Super Boost is all about. AJ has taken the reins. We'll hopefully hit on that on FanDuel this evening. But when we're talking about this game, as soon as we saw that the Miami Dolphins were getting three and a half points going to Cincinnati as the undefeated squad, taking on a one and two Cincinnati Bengals team that has seemed to have issues protecting the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Last week, they fixed that. Yep. Issues winning games, last week they fixed that. Sure. Issues on the defense side of the ball, last week they fixed that. So right. I guess everybody's just assuming that the Cincinnati Bengals team that made it to the Super Bowl a year ago is all the way back because of what they saw at the Jets, and that might be the case. It was the Jets. Mm -hmm. That's fucking stink. 
Footsteps is getting old. We don't know if the Jets fucking stink. Footsteps is definitely getting older. It's better than the alternative, but it is the Jets. So we think maybe some people are overreacting. Dolphins, undefeated. They've played Patriots, Ravens, Bills. Yeah, tough slate. Pretty good fucking teams. Uh Still undefeated right now. Now the Bills game, people are going to say they shouldn't have won or whatever the case. It's like, okay, well, there's a lot of wins in an NFL season where teams shouldn't have won, but they did. You know why? Because it seems like winning teams fucking win those games and losing teams don't. Getting three and a half on the road in Cincinnati, four days removed from 90 plays being played on the defense side of the ball. Darius, you're a Dolphins fan. We know that whenever it's convenient. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) True. You've been a Dolphins fan every for the past, what, three, four years. Yeah. There's a thirty-six. Dolph, there's a Dolph, Well, uh, we're just saying from okay. our on the Colts from our perspective. Well, he was uh, yeah. he was paid to be a Colts fan. Still is. Was paid to be a Colts <laughs> fan. Still a Colts fan. But he did have like a Dolphins helmet in the back. That's right. When the Dolphins weren't good. Yeah. So. They had a good game, and he was like, remember, I had this last week. <laughs> yeah. Got my hat And we'd be on. like, oh, you're a fake fucking fan for a week, and they were terrible. He'd remain a fan. So in our eyes, you have been a yep. pretty loyal Dolphins fan. Seems like we're in the good time to be a Dolphins fan for the first time in a long time. Talking about two on Get Up this morning with Greeny. Thank you for having me on, everybody over there. Three and a half seems to be a weird line for this Thursday. Made me and Ty go... Feels like FanDuel and everybody wants you to bet on Miami plus three and a half. Absolutely. So for that reason, we're going to go on the Bengals. Then we looked it up. 80% of the money's on the Bengals. Mm. Does nobody respect mm. the Dolphins? Or why do you think, is this a matchup issue for the Dolphins? What do you think is is going on here for tonight's game, Darius Butler? I, I don't know what's going on in this line, honestly. You just named the teams that the Dolphins, you know, opened up this year with. Tough team, uh, tough gambit of not only players, but coaches. And now, uh, obviously, Bengals had a lot of success last year. Came in rough, slow start this year. You said they figured out a lot against the the Jets, who yeah. Ty, you know, said Receipts probably stink. I probably might have grew them a little bit. So I, I don't know what's going on with this line, but I'm really confident Dolphins, and I feel great about these points. I'm taking them straight up, but I'm really confident My Dolphins going. I mean, short, I mean, not a lot of snaps for the offense last week. Obviously, the defense, 90 snaps. Not a lot of snaps for the offense. Then you fly in the Cincy early, so you got a couple of days you – know, Sleep, get up, Lex, sleep, get right. up. And now Tyreek Fresh, Waddles, nursing and growing. I feel good about my Dolphins. Had a walkthrough just yesterday at the University of Cincinnati. <laughs> it was filmed and released to the internet. <laughs> right. Hundreds of thousands of views at this point. Let's assume the Bengals and Paisano – uh, defensive coordinator. And Rumo has probably seen mm-hmm. those as any coach would if it was available. Is this, we shouldn't show these. We shouldn't show these. We should take those down. Yeah, I, I do not want to be a part of that entire aspect. But the, um, the, is there anything that you can get out of watching somebody else's walkthrough? I mean, there's full formation shifts. There's like checks, like pro- progressions almost. Yeah. It's only like five plays, but still, is there anything to get out of that, Darius Butler, you think, for the Cincinnati there's Bengals? Always something to get out of a little. Eye in the sky, right, Connor? Of course. Uh, yeah, so always something uh, to get. You know, what? Uh, where there's formation. That was because the Patriots, yeah. yeah. And it was at Cincy. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so you can always see, you know, formations, um, you know, where people are. But, I mean, it's, you know, you, you got the film. You've seen what they do the last three weeks. You're kind of, they're still figuring out who they are. You still got to call the play. You still got to execute. So I don't think it'll have any uh, real impact on the game. But, I mean, I would I would watch it as a player, and I'm sure the coaches took a little peek at it too. Yeah, it's in slower motion, I guess. And mm-hmm. also you're seeing it uh, kind of yeah. broke down on a few of those walkthroughs. Um, when you think about the Dolphins' offense, and you made a very good point there, not a lot of reps last week. Yeah. 39 of them. Yeah, fresh legs. 
Bills had 90 plays. God. That's a lot of fucking plays on offense. Defense dying. Is it better for the defense to be exhausted on a Thursday night or the offense? Like, that is a real, that's a real question. Like, 39, so Waddle and Tua, and, and Tua is playing, but he's going oh, yeah. through a back and ankle. Uh, Waddle Hill being fresh. Like, when you think about that, is that a big, that's a big deal. We I, think, mean, you, I mean, they didn't really play a full game because normally it's like no. 50, yeah, 60. At least 60 right. something. Yeah, so now, I mean, it's, it's huge that the Dolphins try to possess the ball as long as possible tonight. And they haven't been running the ball great, but that pass game is kind of an extension of their run game. So it's huge that we kind of possess the ball as long as we can, uh, keep our defense off the field as much as we can. Then defensively, got to get off the field on third down. That's what the Bills were doing. They kept converting, kept driving the ball down the field, but then the Dolphins were hold, you know, bend but don't break. They'll hold them out of the end zone, which is what the game is about. Situational, red zone, third down, two minutes. So we got to be very, very good in those aspects on a short week. What do you think, Connor? Well, it feels like last week especially, like the Bengals beat the Jets, okay, and, you know, I have utmost respect for Joe Flacco and they have going on over there. Maybe the most. Exactly. And with Gary Vee, I don't want to end up on some video with him yelling receipts motherfucker saying something bad about it. You don't want to be that motherfucker that he's talking about because we still don't know who that motherfucker is with Tom Brady. We will know that you're potentially that motherfucker that Gary Vee's talking about when he's screaming receipts. Bingo. And because of that, the Dolphins, you know, they are just coming off playing Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, that entire offense. Now maybe the 90 plays, you know, is a little too much, but that defense feels much more battle-tested than the Bengals, right? I mean, they beat the Jets pretty well, but you could argue that Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and, you know, Mike Isikia are a little better than Garrett Wilson, rookie on the Jets, Elijah Moore, second year on the Jets, and C.J. Uzama, who, you know, has been hurt most of the season. That's why I like the Dolphins. Yeah, C.J. Uzama, you know, he was a guy for the Bengals. Very good. Security blanket. Hayden Hurst. And if the Bengals go on to have like a good four to five year run, which they might, we don't know. We have no idea. Tonight might be the time where everybody in the football world goes, okay, the Bengals are back. You know, Mm -hmm. after what happened the first couple weeks where they look like ass, Joey Burrow's still getting attacked. They beat the Jets. They do something to the Dolphins. And Joey Burrow is doing an interview with Colin Cowherd, and he says, like, it was like that early. Yeah, we figured it out, though. You mm-hmm. know, which is what happened in training camp, I think, last year mm-hmm. when they were talking about Jamar Chase. Like, there is definitely an opportunity for that to take place. Yeah. But if this Dolphins team fucking go out here and do what they fucking do and yeah. can do on primetime football with, what, fifty anywhere from 10 to 16 million people watching on Amazon Prime, right. self-reported by the Amazon numbers, a little bit higher than what Nielsen's reporting, but who the fuck, <laughs> how does Nielsen know? They don't know. They don't. And no numbers are real on the internet, so I'm excited to hear what the streaming numbers are going to be compared to. It's the biggest sign-up day in the history of Amazon or whatever. Are those free trials? And it, So there are huh. so many layers to all those. But on a primetime game, the only game on, mm-hmm. the only game being talked about by everybody, if this Dolphins team comes out and says, how you doing, keep it moving, even though, to Darius's point, they beat Bill Belichick, what? Harbaugh, what? and McDermott. What? Still getting three and a half points on the bank to, against the Bengals who have not been great. It's like this is when it starts coming into its own. Right now, the Dolphins are for real. And if the Bengals win, oh, the Bengals have figured it out. Yeah. Tonight's a big pivot point, I think, for narratives, especially starting on overreaction Friday tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned it. Like, I'm very torn now because it did kind of seem like a layup. It's like, oh, well, the, the Dolphins have looked like one of the best teams in the NFL so far. There's no way they should be three and a half point dogs. 
they want us to bet the Dolphins. We got to bet the Bengals. And then you hear everyone's betting on the Bengals. So it's like, well, I don't know. But yeah, in terms hey, of. Hey, we're in a blank. We are in a. We're an Auntie Anne's pretzel. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Me and Ty had it figured out. We literally had it figured out. We're and just, then about 15 minutes later. <laughs> a piece of information was dropped into our conversation. It's like, well, it goes against everything. Okay. Just, Hold on. I guess back to the drawing board. We literally went on like a five to six minute roundabout. Fucking Bengals are obviously the I went by yeah. 10. If Fanduel wants us to hammer the Dolphins, giving us three and a half points, okay, with the undefeated Dolphins who have beat incredible teams. They stole wins. Everybody fucking steals yeah. wins yeah. in the NFL. Like, what is that? What is that? What, what is that? Yeah. yeah, who knows how that even works? They're winning games. If the Dolphins are getting three and a half points, Fanduel wants us to bet on Miami. We're going to the Bengals. Boom. Because Bengals guess, win by seven. Guess what happened on Sunday? They figured it out. Yeah. Against the, we went on a full five-minute thing. Then Brucey statistics comes over, and normally this would be Tone. Uh, congrats on Bay Tone. Congrats, Tony. Tony. We'll miss you around here, Tony. Miss you, Tony. I know you're doing the right thing. He comes over and he goes, uh, it, uh, I couldn't help but uh, hear that you guys were uh, saying some things. Uh, stats are actually telling me here that 80% of the money is actually on the Cincinnati Bengals right now going to this evening. Me and Ty go, whoa, what the fuck? So we love Miami. Everybody steals a win. Yeah. And we go on a five, six-minute rant about the Miami Dolphins. Oh, well, it's obviously the fucking Dolphins then. If 80% of the money is on one side at that particular time, it could have changed by the time the show has started. That's continuing uh, to evolve, obviously, throughout the day. Then we want immediately back. Oh, well, then it's clear as day. The fucking Dolphins are going to win this go. thing. But it seems like too easy. Like, Dolphins plus three and a half. In my mind, just seems like, yeah, that's clearly the Still, pick. Uh, that uh, seems like the pick. But I've been ice fucking cold, too. So, I mean, <laughs> Me it's, it's one of those, I guess, we're dumber than everybody else, which is an accurate assessment. My question, though, is, like, everyone's talking about how many plays the Dolphins' defense had last week. and Because you're going to be tired on a Thursday night regardless, yeah, right? So, like, when week. will that actually show up? It's week like, four, is, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's still very early. The, the Dolphins' D-line is unbelievable. The Bengals' O-line is clearly their big biggest weakness like is this the type of thing where you think you know adrenaline will kind of take them through the first half and then we might see in the second half like the the Bengals kind of start to chip away because these guys are just fucking gas from being on the field so much the last week you know they'll be all right I'm not I'm not worried about them being gassed um at all really because there's so much this is a big game you got the Thursday night early so it's kind of like that half by week and then you know you shouldn't be. You should be focused on your building, but you know the Bills, they got the Ravens this weekend. You know that's that's a tough matchup mm-hmm. for them. We just got that win over the Bills, so we go get off to a four and zero start. Bills potentially two and two. You know this is a huge game oh, going shit. into a long two weekend, game. man. So it's like it's a lot on the line for the Dolphins. Um, and to your point earlier about we have stunk for a while. We've been looking for a quarterback, been looking for a coach. We've never had a weapon like Tyreek Hill in the organization at all. So. Vibes are very, very high down there in Miami. And so it feels like McDaniel knows how to use Tyreek Hill, too, oh, right? Yeah. It feels like they've just kind of picked up mm-hmm. immediately. Where some places, the conversation is, well, they'll get used to it. They, they have to gel. They have to adjust the terminology or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have to learn what everybody's strengths is. Down there, it feels Vegas. like McDaniel's been able to figure it out just like that. Now, yeah, Vegas is a conversation where it's taking place. Mm-hmm. Also this weekend... Tyreek Hill's got some shit to say to a guy that sent him Super Bowl tickets last That's right. Year. Even more so. Tyreek Hill was on Kansas City Chiefs. Okay? Mahomes. 
Kansas. He was there for a long time. He was. Yep. We, we actually probably learned what the fuck a Tyreek Hill is because yeah. he was uh, with the Chiefs for so long because of how great he was with Kansas City Chiefs. Cincinnati Bengals said, oh, we're going into Nashville. Sorry about it, Titans. You're gone. Going into Kansas City. Sorry about it, Chiefs. You're gone. Then they go to the Super Bowl, obviously end up losing. But they knocked out the Kansas City Chiefs. Cincinnati Bengals did. Eli Apple, corner for the Cincinnati Bengals, started talking some real shit on oh, yeah. Twitter right. to Tyreek Hill and to McCole Hardman mm -hmm. and to many others and actually sent them Super Bowl tickets so he could go watch Eli Apple and the Bengals oh. play. Oh, got him. Burial. Uh-huh. Tyreek Hill is on a new team, and he has not forgot. This is what he said about facing Eli Apple on Thursday Night Football. On Sunday, I believe, when he was learning that they're playing on Thursday Night Football against the Bengals because that's how locked in, laser-focused you are oh, yeah. on what's next. All I know is i got a team meeting on Tuesday morning at 830. That's where i got to be. And then at that meeting, all right, who we got this week? Boom. Bangles. Oh, wow. like that. oh, okay, we're playing the fucking Bengals. <laughs> I was actually on Bob and Tom a few times uh, when I was in. Uh, I had no idea who we were playing. I was in there on Tuesday morning, <laughs> and I had no clue. So they asked. It was a Colts segment, like a 30-minute Indianapolis Colts segment. How do you feel going into this weekend? And I didn't have to give a bland answer. And then literally I'm waiting for somebody to give me some sort of context <laughs> clue on who the fuck we're playing. And then they say, it's like, of course that's who we're playing. Because you look at the schedule when you're going into the season, but by the time training camp starts, you're just fucking locked in on whatever is next. Yeah. And that's how you would want people to be, by the way, is whatever's yep. next, whatever's next. Tyreek Hill learned that he was playing against the Bengals on Thursday Night Football, and this is what he had to say about the old ticket send from old Eli Apple one year ago. Do you think he's forgot now that he's with a new team? I don't think so. Why we play on primetime that week? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Amazon Prime. Are we play on Amazon Prime? <laughs> oh, that's going to be lit right there. I didn't even know that for real. So, but, yeah, we're looking forward to the, who we play. Bengals. Looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be fun, you know. And I can't wait to go against Eli Apple, man. I owe you, boy. I owe you. I'm here. The cheetah is here. That's it. I like that. Yeah, awesome. I like that. Wanted to end his promo. Mm -hmm. Reporters didn't know it was the end of the promo. Mm -hmm. Still there, doing their thing. The cheetah is here, Eli Apple. I owe you. What does that mean? Tua would go on to say at a press conference, actually, that if McDaniel calls a play for Tua and Tua's one-on-one with Eli Apple, the ball's going to Tyreek Hill. Holy shit. And the internet was like, oh, my God, why Tua. Why we, we say that? Why would we say that? I think Tua just said, like, pretty standard, yeah. pretty standard stuff there. But look for Tua to maybe look for Tyreek in a situation that Tyreek's not supposed to get the ball. Maybe one of those Aaron Rodgers supposed to be a fucking run. Ooh. Nah, we got to cheat on a guy that he hates. We got to cheat on a guy that he's holding a grudge against because that motherfucker sent him Super Bowl tickets and said, come watch me dance on a Super Bowl field with the rock cutting the promo beforehand while you're at home, you fucking loser. Tyreek Hill remembers it, and I just want to know, does that is that going to inspire the Dolphins as a, as a whole? Do you think the entire Dolphins team is going to say, listen, this ain't about us. It's more like the Chiefs, yeah. but he won't add our guy. They're going to get after it. Does this inspire the Miami Dolphins franchise to beat the hell out of Eli Apple tonight, you think, Darius? I mean, <laughs> not even just the fans. The fans, the players, everybody's in on this, man. We got this guy's back. You can first play of the game. I hope this is on a walkthrough. Bearcats, whoever that fucking student was. I hate that stadium anyway. <laughs> First play of the game, Tyree Hill, tight split. You're going to get a shot. I'm calling it right now. Ooh. Shot play. Was it in the walkthrough? Right Eli. Or is it in the walkthrough? Is this no. you watching film no. or is this you just assuming it? Just a gut. Got to do it. McDaniel will somehow have it set up that Eli Apple will have to be on Tyreek Hill. Yep. And it'll be first play of the game. 
Let's go ahead and see what we're all about here this evening. Could you imagine Eli Apple fucking walks, tracks, oh, interception, oh, one hand? Could happen. Yeah. Let's go. It could, but let's go. I like my guy. I like Cheat out there. But I like, he did. I like you, know, you in those glasses. Yeah, yeah, you look good. Awesome. It just felt right. It just felt right. But Eli, Eli did get the best of them last year when they met in the, in, in the AFC Championship. You know, they had great adjustments, took care of 10. Eli made the huge play before halftime. Uh, so he did hold his own. Eli gets a bad rap. I think he's a better defender, better cornerback than a lot of people um, think he is. Uh, but just Cheetah. He pissed off Cheetah. Yeah, it's exactly. He, he pissed off a real fast guy. Different animal. Sunglasses. Yeah. The fast. You don't I do be. like he only does interviews in sunglasses. Yeah, he looks awesome. It's a good mm -hmm. gimmick. Good bit. It is a good gimmick. I'm a big fan of it. I like the way he's been talking. I like the success he's been having. He has like 417 yards this season or something like that. No, he has 300 and some yards. The Chiefs has a total of 417 yeah. yards. Yep. So obviously, anytime you lose Tyreek Hill, you're going to feel the effects of it. But anytime you gain a Tyreek Hill, you are also going to feel the effects <laughs> right. of it. And the Miami Dolphins are in the middle of that. Yeah, and I love the shit thought. That's awesome. Tua, I feel like it would have been more fun if he said, you know, if there are three guys on Tyreek Hill, it's going to him. <laughs> the more I think about these plays being filmed and, you know, sent to the inter internet, the more I'm thinking Mike McDaniel knew that Odd was going to happen. Went out there, ran a bunch of fake plays with yep. guys running all over the field. That's what they're going to uh, try and cover, and then all of a sudden McDaniel deep shot it the entire game. Uh, boys, we're supposed to go do a walkthrough, the way he talks, mm -hmm. on a college field. There's going to be a bunch of Dorms. kids. We Probably know. Bengals fans. All right. Everything we're doing today is nothing what we're doing on Thursday. Okay? Don't need to ask any questions. We're going to get recorded. We're setting everybody up like yeah. this. That's what the Dolphins fans think they have, though, with McDaniel. Right. So why should we assume anything differently? Mm -hmm. McDaniel knew that they were going to get recorded. That's why they even followed the gimmick of sending the cease and desist. Please do not put right. that on the internet, even following it up and everybody saying, well, this ain't your video. Hey, there ain't nothing. This is not our fault. Sorry, Sorry about it. It is still on the internet. <laughs> we are going to run it on the internet for the foreseeable future. And this is probably going to get a million views before the game kicks off. And McDaniel just kept to the bit that much. They knew it was, that's a good call, Connor. I don't know how we didn't recognize that a lot sooner. The son of a bitch went to fucking Yale or something, didn't exactly. he? Yeah, I mean, he's not, you know, we, we've talked about Kevin Stefanski being an Ivy League guy, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, I thought this guy was supposed to be super smart, but he kind of is a doofus a little bit, you know, kind of marches to the beat of his own drum. Some of his responses are like, what the hell are you talking about? McDaniel went to Yale. Okay, like it, Good you don't just fucking fail your way into Yale. It's very <laughs> difficult to get into Yale. Oh, yeah. He is a brainiac. He marches to the beat of his own drum. He is smarter than everyone he's in the room with at all times. I guarantee that happened. And you're right. They, it, hey, send out you know a cease and desist. We need to take this down. We'll get everyone thinking like, oh, they they know the script. They know the first. Oh, you're smarter than us. And then guess what we do? We hit him with the sleight of hand. Hey. Bang! Bang! Same, same shift, mm -hmm. same formation. This guy went this way that last time. Well, he's sitting, actually. Yep. This and fucking then, guy. Oh, you watch film. That's cute. Okay. Look at this. Cam Newton. Yeah. Clay Matthews. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Remember right. that? Yeah, it's Packers. All right, let's talk about some other incredibly intelligent coaches. Uh, Bill Belichick had one of his best promos to date. <laughs> Bill Belichick <laughs> dove into the doctor worlds mm -hmm. uh, to really cut through to a local media reporter who's asking uh, – 
Pretty standard question about the starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, starting quarterback said the other day, any injury questions are directed for Bill. And I think the media learned quickly that that ain't, that ain't the right direction for any of these questions either. <laughs> Bill Belichick with one of his greatest performances to date. I'm going to put it in top three mm -hmm. immediately. Yep. And it's a, still a September press conference. That's how great it is. This is Bill Belichick talking about the situation with Mac Jones just yesterday in front of a bunch of no bull uh, logos. Oh, yeah. What's the plan, Bill, for Mac to have any kind of procedure to help along with the process here? Day by day, Phil. Day by day. That's the plan. That feel period? Day by day. Are, um, is, are you and the team on the same page with Mac and his team? As Who's Mac's team? The Patriots? Progress. Noble? Move forward. Who's dog? Yeah, I mean, not really sure what the, what the nature of the question is. <laughs> day by day, it's getting better. We'll see how it goes. Day by day. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Uh, day by day. What do I look like? A doctor? An orthopedic surgeon? <laughs> I don't know. Talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff say? Good question. To you? Day by day. Oh! Right back. Well, evaluate him, Dave. I mean, what difference does it make to me? What do you, do you think I'm going to read the MRI? <laughs> <laughs> That's not my job. So. Stairs and they, they talk to you about it, right? Yeah, it's day by day. It's getting better day by day. Yeah. See, see how it is tomorrow. It's a lot better than it was yesterday. See what it is. Hell yeah. Day by day, dude. What do you want me to do? Is it a, is it a sprained ankle? Day okay. by day. day. In any of the days since the day that it happened, has it been a sprained ankle? That's the. I think that's the way, right? Uh huh. You kind of got to decipher his language and catch him up in something because as you're asking your question, he's calculating whether or not you have listened to anything he has said and if he respects your question at all. So I think there were some very valid follow-ups there. <laughs> I I think as soon as that one person said Max team, I think you almost saw Bill Belichick go. His team is the Patriots. What are we? Yeah. Mac's team, what, what you, Mac and his team are, are, are talking to all of us. Like, I think the reason why I enjoy this so much is it had a punchline, mm -hmm. right? Day by day was the yeah. that was the punch. Gotcha. Yep. Had a couple fucking jokes, huh? Am I reading the MRI? Yeah. <laughs> what difference does it make to me? Am I a fucking doctor? What are we even? Well, you are the general manager of the team and the head coach of the team. Not a fucking doctor, though. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Mac, well, Mac told us just yesterday. That all injury questions should go to you. He's, yeah, ask the fucking medical professionals. Mm -hmm. So he he said the right thing. Now I'm telling you, go ask the fucking doctors. <laughs> do they have any media availability? No. no. What do you mean? When will we get the next update? Day <laughs> by, by day. I mean, it's just fucking, it is a work of art in there. And I applaud the local media. Yep. Oh, yeah. Get in jousting with him <laughs> yeah. for what 20 years now at this point. You just it's been tough. jousting with that guy. He's one of the best of all time, though. I don't know if you're ever gonna crack him. He he popped himself though. Uh-huh. He did pop himself, which I respected. That's why this one was so awesome. Cause usually with these, like he he has no time for the bullshit. And and it's like he's not joking around. I think he was looking forward to this. He was like, Oh, I'm gonna hit him with the day by day. And then if someone <laughs> asks something else, I'll I'll hit him with the MRI thing. You know, like that'll My be surgeon. good. Yeah, exactly. Like he was really look I he, he looked like he was kind of having fun there. 
Does that mean that he thinks Mac's going to be back? Could you imagine if Mac Jones is back? This is like a Paul Pierce situation, right? Exactly. Yeah. Paul Pierce got carted off because he had to poop. Yep, yep. take a dump. <laughs> right? Everybody <laughs> thought he had a broken leg. Yeah, Correct. Like Lamar. That oh. was brought up a couple of years ago at the Browns primetime game. Yeah, he said he had cramps, but uh-huh. sure looked like a poop walk. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Derek Carr. What's that? When we thought he ripped his groin off his entire leg. And then he was back. I didn't know if it was a hip flexor or a groin, but it, it did appear as if there was a full <laughs> situation. And he was on, he was back the next week. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So maybe in the moment, the pain in the body can feel something, and then just a few days later, it's not the exact same. Have you heard from Mac's team at all? And uh, does team, team Mac, do they speak like Team 3 does for Russ? I'm excited for this to kind of – is Mac Jones already – have a million-dollar investment in the team around him in year two? Let's fucking go. Yeah, dude. I mean, that would be sweet. I don't know what Team 10 is saying at the moment because, like you said, I believe his team is the Patriots. Uh, I know Trent Williams had the same injury. He plays O-line, much different, but he is out four to six weeks, and that was the timeline for Mac in the beginning. But apparently in four minutes, practice starts, and there's a chance Mac's out there, and if he is – then he'll probably travel with the team to Green Bay, and then from there we'll know. I assume we're going to get Axel Hoyer spinning the pill around and maybe Max out Hoyt this up. week, possibly come it's back birthday. next week. Happy birthday, yeah. Hoyt up. Happy birthday. Today's Axel's birthday? I thought you said it was his birthday. Birth name. Oh, I didn't know. Right, that. I think his birthday name is Axel. Yeah. Yeah. Axel. Oh, I don't know that. That's a fucking great name. I don't know why we've been calling his ass Brian. Like no McCorkle. What are we, huh? Just like McCorkle. See, awesome there's the – think Mac is better name than McCorkle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. McCorkle's pretty sweet, though. Certainly. It's like one of those, like, hey, my name's McCorkle, and you never forget it. Right. Yeah. Like, we met the Aristotle. Bingo. Never, ever forget Aristotle. No. He's the 14-year-old kid that dunked on Connor's head. Yeah. Would have remembered him if he didn't dunk on Connor's head because his name was fucking Aristotle. Hey, how you doing, kid? Aristotle's my name, this kid says. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's full of okay. himself, yeah. but yeah. Certainly was. His name's Aristotle. Had reason to sure. be. He was confident. He yeah. was funny. His Owned name's Aristotle. That diner. Fucking was able to sit wherever. Told the the waiter at one point to go fucking hey, make yeah. better eggs. Let's Come on. Fourteen year old named Dish Aristotle. Back. Let's assume he's going to get into some position of power at some point, uh, just because it seemed like he was well connected. McCorkle, another one of those names you'll never ever forget. Yeah. Axel though. Is a fucking just like unbelievable. My name's Axel. Yeah, and you're a quarterback. Yeah. I, I wonder what happened with that. Is his dad Axel too? So they go with his middle name Brian. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, hey, I I look just like a you know an everyman, just an average white guy. Yeah. I can't be going by Ax Hoyer. <laughs> I look like a Brian Hoyer. I can't be going by Axel Hoyer. So you think it was just a uh, look in the mirror, basic ass? I'm not an Ax. I'm Brian. Now Axel Hawk. <laughs> Exactly. That wouldn't make sense. I mean, he's got a mohawk that's touching the clouds. So it's mm-hmm. you. He's like six years old. Yeah, exactly. You get it. What did AJ say? Axel Hawk said the other day, oh, the flood's up to my dong. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Kid's seven year old. He <clears throat> kept seven years old. Named Axel. That's a, that's a cool ass name. I would have yeah. definitely gone by that name. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what I look like. Growing up in Ohio, his name is Axel Hawk. Okay. He already got a mohawk. Loves hitting and tackling mm-hmm. people. On, You're talking about guaranteed Hall of Famer, Axel. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking there is – I think the odds are longer, okay, not only for Axel Hawk, who's an eight-year-old, to make the Super Bowl, but maybe for, like, AJ to get in the Hall, which he deserves, than Axel to make the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Axel Hawk is the first ballot Hall of Famer, I think. Yeah. And he hasn't even – I don't even think he's played more than one year of – 
He's already playing tackle football, already using. Oh, yeah, a crime. Hey, yep. He's already putting his helmet yes. through other kids' sternums. Is I mean, Hoyer it is. from Ohio, too? What's that? Is Hoyer from Ohio, too? Sounds like that. Oh, if his name's Axel, let's assume Ohio he's from Ohio. Ohio. Went to Michigan State. <laughs> he's playing, though, right? I mean, he's, he's doing the whole day-by-day thing with Mac Jones. And you guys, you guys love that Hoyer's going to be in there? It's a good game manager. Maybe get you guys a win or no? Yeah, I like the wild Hoyer. All I can think about, though, is when he was playing during COVID when Cam Newton was out and there was about 10 seconds left in the half against oh, the Chiefs and he took yeah. a sack. In field, goal, field range. goal range. Yeah, and it ended up kind of ruining the game for us. I mean, we would lose that game either way, but, yeah, it didn't help. Uh, I'd like to see Bailey Zappi, you know, let the rookie get oh, out so there. Oh, so you don't like Axel Hoyer. Wow. Uh, Sounds like, give me the third guy. Yeah, well, we know <laughs> what we're getting with Axel Hoyer, and maybe that is a win, but, again, we're going to Green Bay. We're going to Lambo. Nine and a half point dogs, I believe. Yeah, that's was, a lot. Was ten and a half, and then they heard Axel might be playing. Bumped it down to nine. Belichick getting almost ten points is a. When was the last time that happened? That's a wild thing to. Like, how do you not pick the Patriots? But then you think to yourself, like. Feels like the Packers would have won yeah, by like eleven out. last week yeah. if Aaron Jones doesn't get speared by Vita Vea yeah. on the one yard line. Yep. That's against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers seem to have a little bit more figured out than the Patriots do. So maybe the pack just fucking steamrolls them. I'm gonna go with the pack, right? I'm gonna pick them. Yeah. But it feels like that is a lot of fucking points. And I don't know where they want us to go. The book or not, but that's a big spread for Bill Belichick. I wonder if that is the biggest dog Belichick's been. Oh, I don't know if it's the biggest dog he's ever been. I know in that first Super Bowl, they were also massive dogs against Kurt Warner. You're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah, you're talking the last, well, you said biggest dog. Yeah, no, 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 I know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's in your head. It's like 20 years ago. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I don't even think they were that big of dogs when Castle was the quarterback because the team was so goddamn good. Probably the biggest. In yeah. 20 years at Bill Belichick, underdog? Definitely this early in the season. There's no way they've been, you know, nine and a half, ten and a half point dogs four weeks into the season. Are you guys dead, dude? Yeah. I mean, any team that loses their starting quarterback doesn't have a great shot at doing anything that great. But, I mean, if Matt comes back in the next two weeks, after, you know, Green Bay, it kind of tapers off and we have a pretty, you know, gettable schedule till the bye week. Uh, Dallas Cowboys lost their starting quarterback. Cooper Rush came in, mm-hmm. and they won on Monday Night Football. Yeah, the Bengals and the Giants. Wins. What's that? Back-to-back wins. Bengals and Giants. They're not playing the Packers. Oh, the Bengals, who are currently favored over the Miami Dolphins this evening at three and a half on Thursday Night Football. Kirk and Al getting another chance to go in there. The Prime Vision, is that where we're watching it at? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't love it last week. It's not for everybody. No, no. I talked to Ty about it, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh Then I didn't enjoy it. I thought they were doing too much, maybe. I thought they was, I think they're, are they still experimenting with it? I don't know. I bounce back and forth from it. I like it. I enjoy it. But I think last week there was a time where there was like six players on the screen, names, yeah. and mm-hmm. I couldn't see fucking anything. Yeah, I noticed that as well. <laughs> and it was like, all right, so we're doing... A little too jumbled. Maybe there's a little bit too much. Somewhere they'll find it. They're yeah. still trying to figure it yeah. out, I go. But it is awesome, yeah. that whole thing. I love it, being able to see, you know, obviously all 22, see all the DBs, and then see, even seeing the routes. And sometimes they'll light up the edge defender. So, I, I mean, I love it. It is a lot for some people, but I absolutely love is it. it. Um, is it live or is it behind? I think it's live. Yeah. It's crazy technology they got because they are following routes yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. They're getting speed immediately for people and everything. Yep. It's incredible. It is a very impressive. 
addition that I think Amazon can do that nobody else can do, which I'm thankful for and I'm right. excited about. And that's what we kind of talked about a couple weeks ago. It's like, here's Amazon taking full advantage of the fact that, like, this is different. It's not just, like, on CBS, because they'd never do that on, you know, like a national TV broadcast. Like, this is the type of shit they can do. But I also think it's the type of thing, I bet it'll be much better tonight, because I think they heard all the feedback from the first week, and we're like, oh, people love this. Let's just fucking overload everything in this second week. And then now maybe it's like, okay, we maybe need to taper it back a little bit and kind of make it more consumable. So I think this week it probably will be better than it was last week. We'll find a little balance in there. I think so. You know, because it's hard not to, oh, they like it. All right, sweet. Yeah. Give as much as possible. Jump feels down like their throat. That happens a lot, right? Yeah. It feels like that does happen a lot. A lot of decisions that are made in a lot of different, basically every business yeah. does that. If they find something that is seemingly universally loved, how do we get that as much as possible? So I think they're trying to figure it out. They will. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I got faith in them. Yeah. I mean, I got they're, they're able to fucking track somebody's speed live mm -hmm. in real time. They're able to get the route on there. They'll be able to figure out what the proper amount of time is, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Why not? I'll tell you the analytics, when to go for it, when to punt it. That popped up um, late in the game. I think uh, Stillers kicked the field goal late, which I loved because they were about to cover. Mm -hmm. And that. It said fourth and one, fourth and two, four. Everyone was like, go, 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 go for it. So you're seeing that live. You're seeing the stats. You're, like you said, the next gen, the speed, all that shit. So mm. I like it, man. Yeah, the, it. the analytics telling you when to go, when not to go. Don't love that, actually. I mean, not great. I like for, to see it, at least. You like to see what the percentages say. Mm -hmm. The only issue with that is live in the moment, if a coach makes a decision that he feels is right for his team that goes against for those stats – and it ends up not working out. The amount of chink, chink, yeah, screenshots. Exactly. This guy doesn't know. You know, like, oh, this fucking idiot or whatever. And maybe that person doesn't. Maybe that person doesn't know. Or if somebody does choose to go for it and they don't get it, yeah. and, but the whole thing says go, 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 everybody that's watching is going to be like, oh, he made the right decision. Yeah, he exactly. made the right decision. And all the football people are going to be like, no, he fucking didn't. Not at all. It was, it was very clear that his team was not in the proper state of mind to go for it at the time. <laughs> you guys just got your left guard hurt. Did the stats say to do that whenever your left yep. guard just got hurt four plays ago? Like, I think the go for it, not go for it conversation has obviously become a big one with the mm -hmm. advancement of data in analytics. If they put on the screen, like, past outcomes – as opposed to like what somebody definitely should do. Yeah, you totally. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like I think anytime it's like a definite, that's my, pr like, okay, yeah. so you're smarter than fucking. So when Lombardi was making these decisions, roaming the sidelines, like, and he was feeling it out with that whole thing, or Belichick's feeling it out. Like you're saying that the numbers are an absolute. That's what you're saying in there. And that's why people hate the analytic yeah. world. And that's how the, some of the people in the analytic world act like, like if it's 65%, that's an absolute. It's <laughs> like, well, actually, it. in your fucking numbers, that is not an absolute. Yeah. No. There's actually 35% there that is not. So that's a pretty big fucking gray area. And, and that's how it became like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like two wow. years ago, it was like if something's 60% or above and a decision was made against it and it didn't work out, it was like, this guy doesn't yep. fucking trust numbers. Idiot. This yeah. guy's a fucking idiot. It's like... Uh, well, 30% is a, that's quite a bit. That's yeah. a fucking lot. I get somebody in the Hall of Fame mm -hmm. in yeah. baseball, yeah. 30%. Yeah. That is a... Huge wiggle room, and if you fall into that 30%, uh, nobody remembers if you get your fucking ass fired or don't make the playoffs or anything. It's just like, yeah, made the right decision. So find balance, yeah. I think, personally. I, I like, if, I was in, if I was wearing a hat where I had to make those decisions, I want, the, the, I want that information in my ear. Hey, these are the numbers. This is what 
the analytics say to do. And then I take that information, I do what I will with it. But there are no absolutes in football. Obviously, that's, that's your job as a team to know what you've been doing all week, how's that game been going, the weather, the situation, all those different things. But I do want as much information as possible, as quick as possible, and then make that decision. King Kerr, I agree completely. It's a good weapon to have. It's yeah. a nice piece of information to have. But it's the, it's the absolute crowd, I think, Hate that it. turns yes. some people Hate off. It. Like. Bro, you're a stats person. If there's a 28% margin of error, like that's fucking <laughs> not good. Why are you acting like this? Like 72% of the time, it's like that sounds very fucking good. But on the flip side, more than a quarter of the fucking time, it is not going to work. Like that is that is a lot of fails that don't get really accounted for because in football, those fails determine games, mm -hmm. outcomes and livelihoods and everything like that. So I think it is, that's also finding a balance as well. Just like we're talking about with the prime vision, maybe figuring it out. I think the stats and analytics went from absolutes to like, oh yeah, it is a great tool and we should treat it as such, as opposed to just being like, hey, we're smarter than you. We're the fucking numbers people who never watched sports before, but we're here to tell you that what you're doing is completely wrong. And even and it's like, whoa, whoa, well, you fucking relax, nerd, okay? Relax. You, exactly. You, you have a welcome, like we would welcome yeah. you in here. Because believe it or not, football is a pretty sophisticated sport. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things going on. Your numbers are certainly welcomed. We are very, but don't come in here fucking just, <laughs> say, you're, you're smart everybody because the numbers tell you that you haven't done anything and you haven't gotten fired for that 15, 85% success, huh? Right. You have to make fucking eight families move because of that 15% ever that you were accountable for? Never? That's oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, why don't you mouth. fucking hold back a tweet or two every once in a while? Well, and like you, like you guys have been saying, wanting all that information, like we talk about uh, paralysis by over-analysis. I feel like some of these younger coaches who don't have as much experience who really rely on the analytics, like you get so much yeah. information that these guys end up just panicking. And instead of like, you know, where some of these guys who have been head coaches for a long time, like – they want that information, but they have so much shit in their past that they can kind of rely on, like, feel out the situation. And some of these new guys are just like, uh, <laughs> fuck it, go for it. You know, like, they panic and they lose it. I'm thinking of one of these it, I'm thinking one of these old coaches that has some new analytics person come in that was hired by ownership. Ownership wants this new analytical person to come in there. Hey, fourth and two in this situation in the history of the NFL, 92% uh, success rate. How about this? 1984, I'm fucking coaching it. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? I was told the same exact set. Has this stat been the same since 1984? Let me tell you why. We had fucking Willie goddamn Johnson at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Fastest guy on the field. Wide receiver was whatever damn person. I threw it out there. 92% I was told by everybody. Guess what? Ball was dropped. We lost the fucking game. So I got fired. We were supposed to be in the national championship. Do you have that in your little analytics thing? No. Punt. Fucking out of here. Exactly. That is like the, that's the balance of experience in numbers. Or maybe, well, I think what the analytics people would say is you can't let past outcomes dictate your current decisions. It's well, like, well, that's what you're doing with analytics. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're doing with analytics. Yeah, so like, so there's just a, there's yeah. a constant like this, and I think there's room for everybody is what I'd like to say. And I don't think the football people that are just like feel and instinct, I don't think that's the fucking right move either no, in 2022. No. But also math people who are, we appreciate, love that you guys love our game and are a part of the game and are in football and everything like that. There's a place for you guys as well. We just don't need the fucking... 
you know. Well, the stats say. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. It's this so was obvious. That this yeah. is, that's like, yeah, real obvious. Yeah, that's why I don't like it on the screen, because it feels like the number of people who watch it, similar to how kids are like, oh, this guy's a 78 in Madden and his catch is only an 82. <laughs> that's going to happen with people watching these games, because they're going to, you know, it feels like the stat community will grow because of this, because then guys will that's start a thinking. Win. That's a win for the league. For the Amazon, for everybody, because now for everybody. Football, guys. No, I mean, but you got we got to be locked in anyway, and that's what the coaches have always said before even social media took off. Like, hey, it's only these four walls, this team, these coaches. A lot of noise. Revert, block out the outside noise, but as far as the league goes, or interest, engagement, all that stuff. If you got this whole new crowd coming, oh, these are idiots. These are you're like, all right, that's great for them in the, in the long run. Yeah, it's good for money long term <laughs> right? to get the nerds involved because there is a lot of analytics and it's a territory game and it's uh, there's a lot that people who aren't just football meathead stooges can dive into it and I think the game's been showcasing that so much so this weekend. Obviously, Vikings and the Saints are playing in London Town. Uh, a lot of people have gone over there to yep. London to kind of broadcast it. Really? I guess there's been some mispronunciations of cities. There's been uh, some conversations that have taken place that have pissed people off. Oh, sure. But the NFL growing in London. Oh, guess. Uh, the NFL growing <laughs> in Europe and in London is a massive step for the NFL business-wise. Kirk Cousins, favored by two and a half, going to play against the Saints. Who will be quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? Mm. Will it be Andy Dalton? Will it be Jameis Winston? Will it be Taysom Hill? Sounds like no on the last one. The other two are definitely an option. I think this is a good game, though, for Europe. Not every, every time Europe gets, like, good games. Feels like this is a good game. I think the Bucks are going to Germany, I yes, believe, in yeah. November. There's some good games over in Europe, and I think it's a smart move business-wise. And for us, we're waking up 9.30 in the morning, there's fucking NFL football, and let's go oh, this yeah. weekend. Yeah, that's the best part. Like you mentioned, typically in years past, it seems like, you know, it's like, oh, we get another shitty Jaguars team against a, a shitty Giants team. It's like, I don't want to wake up early and watch <laughs> this. I will, because it's NFL football, and it's a great, great way to start your Sunday. But every, I mean, and then next week, the Packers are over there. Like, they got it right this year. It started in 2007. So for 15 years, the NFL has been playing in England, and obviously it's getting picked up. We pick up Munich, Germany this year. Mm -hmm. This year, I believe, all revolves around Roger Goodell telling the NFL owners, and this is all just like people say Roger Goodell said this, people say Roger Goodell said this. People say Roger Goodell told the owners that the next big jump for our game is to grow it internationally. And Europe was the first place that was targeted with these English games 2007. Now they're going to try to go into Germany. Let's assume they'll go into other parts of Europe as well. Yep. And then why not take a fucking game to Australia where, you know, by 10 years from now, yeah. at least 30 to 40% of the punters in the game are going to be playing from. And then you take a game to Africa. You take a, th this is what Spain. the this mm -hmm. is what the NFL is going to do. You know yeah. what I mean? The end of this is how the NFL is going to grow. And I think it's good for everybody. It feels like everywhere the NFL goes, the NFL becomes beloved, and also the NFL becomes a sense of inspiration and hope. Got a lot more international players playing in the league now than we ever have in the past. I think it's great news. Yeah. Now every team has like a market, right? I, aren't there four or five teams that have Germany? I know a bunch have South America. I think a couple teams have Australia and Spain, like time. Mentioned. And it feels like every year London, although they are sometimes shitty games, like there are moments like last year was Urban Meyer's first win with Matty Bryant hitting the game winner against the Dolphins. That was like a 54-yarder. It was awesome. Yeah, he's undefeated internationally as an NFL right. coach, Urban Meyer. Completely nice. defeated in America at the time. <laughs> Don't forget. He was. And he kicked his kicker, allegedly. Hard. Yep. Wow. In a violent attack fashion. Yeah, it was despicable.
steel toe boots. Yeah, you can't sue him though. You gotta fight him. If it, if you feel like it was him trying to fight you, like kicking you and injuring you, I mean, you gotta at least address him in the moment. I don't know if you can sue somebody later. It seems pretty soft to me, but I wasn't there. I didn't get kicked by Urban Meyer. I don't know if, how to feel about it, and I like Josh Lambeau as a person. Have either one of you guys seen that where a coach and a player have legit come to blows? Like, does uh, that has yeah. that happened pretty? Not blows. Uh, yeah, I've gotten into it pretty loud with a coach. Rather close, but like had to hold yourself. Like yeah, I'm gonna go punch this motherfucker. In oh yeah, the mouth. yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I assume up there in Detroit, it's gonna happen this season too. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. probably a safe assumption yeah, with MCDC. Yeah, and on the practice field for sure. Like there is definitely some. I mean, JJ Watt, right? I mean, that's what yeah, happens. Yeah, true. He smacked Bill O'Brien. That was a whole story. Really? Allegedly, the Texans. Yeah. Okay. Allegedly, at the Texans, there was like a almost all-out brawl where it sounded like Bill O'Brien was all by himself. Yeah. And, like, J.J. led it, and I guess, like, the D coordinator also. <laughs> it was, like, a full thing. Yeah. But, yeah, things happen. We I saw it on the Jets, the Jets sideline, too, with Quentin Williams and his, uh, oh, yeah. his coach this coach. past weekend. Kind of hey. getting into him. Then. But usually, you know, guys break it up. But, it is, I mean, it's a lot of... A lot of testosterone, a lot of energy, a lot of emotion um, in the game. So you see it practice, games. I've seen it a lot of places, but no, nobody actually coming to blows. Yeah, I've never place. seen full-on coach get knocked Fight. out. Bill yeah. right. O.B. and Tom on the sideline. Ooh. See, because, like, we know that. Like, obviously, like, it's a heat of the moment. Guys are fucking going at each other. But if a guy, like, would kick you, like, that is kind of giving you the green if light. If you think that the kick is a malicious yeah. intent. One-to-fight kick, right. right? Which is what it's being reported. Like, it was a that type of thing. Yeah, that didn't sound like that to me, though. It just sounded like a – I mean, any kick is a, is the way, a one-to-fight kick. The way one, Urban – I don't know. Like, the way Urban's side is telling the story, right, is that he, like, kicked him and said, hey, you got to make your fucking kick yeah. Yeah. while he's stretching. Which I've seen like that type Plenty of thing of guys do that. happen for like, hey, need you to fucking hit a ball. Or, like, yeah. Hey, need you to catch a fucking ball. Like, I don't know. Like, we thought maybe there's a chance Urban was trying to dick around. Yeah. Like almost like yeah, 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 interact yeah. with Lambo almost. Like, like, try to create maybe a right like some sort of relationship. Yeah. Don't put your fucking foot on me. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. But if Lambo thought he was kicking him, yeah, with pop, his toe, like a real kick. I mean, you're right there on the ground. There's a double. Green yeah. light, grab. Yeah. yeah, there is a. Hey, old man. Okay, you, you we have can, your helmet on. Yeah. Headbutt. Do you, oh, there was a fight last week. I don't know if it was college or NFL. Might have been Cowboys. A, I think it was NFL. Cowboy giant. You saw like four guys that were in there fucking putting a helmet on. It was and there was one dipshit <laughs> in the middle who did not have his helmet on. And I was like, he's gonna watch this back and see that he was the only fucking guy without his helmet on. There's only gonna be one loser in that fight. And it was the guy without the fucking helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else, there's like people four rows back standing there. All right, they, here we they, go. All right, well, boom. All right. We, I <laughs> guess we're going to put oh, your wait. fucking night yeah. kit on here. We're going into battle. There's a little brawl over by the kicking net during a game. And I was literally just standing there, and there was like three guys. It was probably Indy. Darius in there in Indy, yeah. Started getting after it. I'm standing there. Have the footage. I fucking just put my – I'm standing next to the net. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I guess – Am I in a fight right now? This is awesome. <laughs> and then they broke up quickly because 15-yard penalties fucking stink oh, yeah. for everybody in the middle of the game. But it is like your natural reaction, I feel like. It, I don't even get into fights at practice, but if you see it, it's like, all okay, right. Here we go. I'm not going to be the guy on. that's going to get fucking knocked out. And we saw it on primetime with the Cowboys. It was yeah, awesome. That's why Aaron Donald grabbed the Bengals helmet because he knew, hey, if I get this guy's helmet off his head, that's one less helmet going up against me, and that's one more skull I could crack. So you don't have a shield, and I have a weapon. Yeah. Good luck. Who's going to win? the shield. 
He's got his helmet on and two in his hands. Yeah, his, he actually strapped his up. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Tight. All right. That's, that's the first order of business. Helmet on, and then, you know, you don't grab your own teammates. But those are – like, coaches literally – the coaches I've had at least, like, that's something you coach up. Like, hey, if we if it does, make sure you keep it. Because you do get, can get in the heat of the moment and just out there, you know. Nah, not a good move, bro. Yeah, you got to have a little bit of wear – about the our West Virginia team, people wanted to fight us every fucking game. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. That's sweet. It was awesome. It yep. just it was always at the fi- like. Uh, yeah. It was that. almost. It happened more to our team than I think any other team. It, I would say, and I don't know because I didn't follow close enough, but it always felt like our team was being shown <laughs> for before for, game yeah. activities John. that were happening, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was rarely us, by the way. I'd like to you say sure? it was rarely. Sure. P- I know that team. I know a lot of guys on that team. Darius Harry yeah, Douglas lot of guys. wasn't on the Mountaineers, all right? So, <laughs> no, our that. team, though, our team had well, our team had some dogs. Okay? Off the field. Oh, it, so, yeah. We had I some dogs. I, if there was a glimmer here, of a Pat. situation, if a glimmer of a situation was there, we are going to take <laughs> it. It, yeah. seemed, it felt like our team was going to take advantage of it. But it was rarely us starting it. I will say it was rarely us starting it. Somebody else would say something, and it might have been on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think we got flags before the game, like, numerous times. Like, <laughs> you know, the refs aren't even in their fucking ref gear yet. Everybody's in, like, kind of just T-shirts Almost. and sleeves. <laughs> yeah. And a ref is just throwing, like, his fucking, I can't have it. This person's getting ejected. Then Rich would have to act all fake pissed off. You guys going to get hurt before the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> well, you top dogs, too, in the conference, right? So yeah, like, a lot of the time. Actual dogs, though, yeah. like on yeah. the team. Just a group that would fight with helmets on or off yeah. did not matter. Every week. What a hilarious situation that was. <laughs> Darius, I couldn't even imagine playing against our team, honestly. Yeah, it was, uh, wasn't fun, i tell you that. When y'all were rolling. Did you guys fight it? No, we didn't fun. get into a 50-yard no, line with no, that. No, you got to suck football. You didn't have to do that. They were good, though. They weren't bad whenever Donald Brown was <laughs> yeah, fucking almost in the Heisman conversation. Yeah. Orlovsky. That was Orlovsky. Orlovsky. He was there my true freshman year. So He's he, before. He was going, okay. Yeah, before He's a little bit older. Before Pat White. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even I think my fresh. I don't think Pat White was playing my freshman year. Are you year old? When did you graduate high school? Oh four, graduated high yeah, school. Yeah, so you're older than me. Yeah, so Orlovsky was. Yeah, and Pat White didn't start till the Virginia got hurt. Yeah, Virginia Tech game. I think it was he came in. I think it was Virginia Tech game our freshman year. I he was redshirt freshman Pat White. Mm. When I went on my visit, they said we ran into Pat White. I think in a sheets down there in Morgantown. And uh, the guy that was hosting me, George Shell, was the holder. He was hosting me. We had a great time. <laughs> College business are fun. Oh, we had a great time. But we were in sheets grabbing something. I think I was grabbing, like, maybe a five-hour energy or something. Like, yeah. literally, like, here we go. We're about to go. And Pat White was in there. And uh, I made him, hey, how you doing? He had that, you know, southern accent, super nice. Hope you come here, you know, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, sweet, dude, yeah. And then he checks out. And then George Shell was the holder, senior holder. A uh, guy that's beloved now, he's a coach or whatever. He's like, that guy is one of the best fucking athletes that I've ever seen in my life. Damn. And then, lo and behold, the next year, I'm um, freshman. Adam Bednarik is our starter. Um, he gets hurt. Pat White comes in. Game. That's it. Yeah. Took see, off. See you later. To Was it a other. completely different offense? Uh, Rich Rod ran, so I guess there was a lot more pass plays in there for Bittner. Yeah. But it was the same. Same like option reason. It was the okay. same type of shit, same type of offense. But there was a lot more Adam, of Adam, him, like, sitting Adam. there and throwing uh, for Bednarik. But then. I sure wish Adam would have stayed healthy. 
Yeah, I'm pretty pumped he didn't. Now, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, everybody sorry, is. I didn't really know him. He was older. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. I was the only freshman playing our first like two three weeks. I think two weeks. I was the only freshman that was really playing. Steve Slayton then got moved into the lineup mm -hmm. really quickly. Like maybe week two, week three. We were both true freshmen. Pat White, redshirt freshman, and then. It just fucking yeah, that's where it started. It was so awesome to watch. Darius Renaud was there. Yep, yep. But we had guys that would fight you. They did not care, yeah, no matter when. Day of game, you got something to say? That's cute. We got, <laughs> we can handle yeah. tonight's game if we have to. And they carried that in their real life. Some of them, you know, sure. and that doesn't necessarily always work in regular society. True. Yeah. You need some of those guys in your locker room, though. Need it. Needed. I needed those people in my life in general. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure many people have the opportunity to interact with humans like that. You know, like guys that are from complete opposite spectrums of the world. Mm -hmm. This is how they are taught. This is how they know. And they just get like an understanding of why these humans are the way they are. Travel back for a barbecue or whatever. Like, it's like you start to realize a lot more about, I was very lucky to do that. With that being said, <laughs> You go out with them a couple of times, it's a fucking, it's quite a ride. Or yeah, to I further your point, like, you may have interactions with them, but they're not working towards a common goal of all coming together and winning a game, putting differences aside, and yeah. Like yeah. making things work. And be willing to just, like, like invite you to their places because you are on a team right. and you've been able yeah. to prove yourself. Like, I think guards are up for a lot of people from a lot of areas yeah, yeah. to other people. Just naturally, like, yeah, we, hey, how you doing? Okay, cool. That's why the football locker room so fucking awesome yeah. there is billionaires kids in there and there is people that are literally sleeping on the fucking streets especially like, a college locker room because you know by the time you know having that college experience it helps you you know once you get into the business of it being a pro if you're lucky enough to make it that far but when you're in college it's a culture shock for a lot of people i'm coming from south florida i go up to stores connecticut you know yeah. we got guys from literally all over the georgia cali germany all over the place and then you come in this locker room nice. you're up in stores connecticut in a college town you got to fuck with these guys. You know, you don't have to be best friends, but you, you, you learn a lot about different cultures, different people. Um, so that college locker room experience, and then been on a campus too, is, is a crazy experience. A good one, though. I didn't fuck around with the campus enough. I should have probably shut up in class yeah, well, no, a couple times. Well, no, you're the only player ever to get a tour through the law school. What do you mean? Yeah, you're right. That was before I got to school, though. Yeah, still. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. No one else in the history of West Virginia football had ever done that. Yeah, that was going to get a scholarship, yeah. That was a big deal. What school do you want to take a tour of? <laughs> Law school. <laughs> Get there, the dean's like, you're the first. The only reason why I'm here, I'm not normally here for this. You're the first ever football player to ever <laughs> yeah. say, you want to take a tour of law school. And the dean was like, going to tell you, there's no chance. You're not going to have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. you got to read. You want to play football? Work. But I'll give you a tour, though. Yeah. Like, Sweet. All right. Sounds good. Sweet. Let's do nice it. place. Let's go and do it. And he was right. Yeah, I was nowhere near that. In fairness to it, Morgantown, the only part of the campus that was flat was where all the bars were. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Walk They're basically the saying, park your scooter right here, pal. Mm -hmm. Man, college, what a place. Our locker room, though. Fucking awesome. Went. Did they ever get into it, like, within the team in oh, the locker room? Yes. I can imagine. Uh, on the field, Dude, I could see it. But a, like there was a shower fight. That led to one of the greatest meetings I've ever been a part of in my life. Shower fight. That's some real. That's some real anger. Yeah. 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 yeah you gotta be real pissed off to be. <laughs> that's some real. Yeah. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm sitting in my locker. I think I'm sitting in my locker. Maybe bullshitting about to maybe go. I think I have towel on at the time, and then all of a sudden, just a sea of 
humans come flying out of the shower, around the bend, down the hallway, like towards the lockers, and they are not happy. Everybody is pissed off, and they are all, not everybody completely, you can see like some of the people that are waiting in line to get into the shower maybe got involved yeah. as well, trying to break it up, but it was fucking insane, and then the meeting afterwards was fucking naked. <laughs> you guys, you guys, I, I was so, oh. I was so happy for it. So I was like, yes, this is awesome. But yeah, fights in practice. I mean, that happens. Yeah. I assume everywhere. You yeah. run, I assume there's yeah, fights, fights in practice. I've never, never, never showered. Yeah, shower fights. But, uh, it it was there one also. in Indy, too? Yeah, yeah there was one in Indy, yeah. <laughs> so we, had, we actually had a, an incident. It wasn't a fight. It, it, the fight happened in the locker room, but it started in the shower. Because this is another thing, uh, I guess it's a cultural thing. White guys, y'all, y'all mess around with each other a little differently. Yeah. No, no, don't yeah. say you guys. There is a no. Brand. I didn't say white. I didn't say you guys. I said white guys. Okay, yeah, brand uh, okay. of white. Uh, okay, a certain brand. So like, it's just certain things. So we, uh, and this is the first time for a lot of us that you you're in the shower with a bunch of other dudes too. In high school, we going to PE, we doing different shit. A lot of guys throwing this shit right back on over their shorts shower or showering club. by themselves, or even guys freshmen, you showering with your compression shorts on and taking them off late. So it's a lot of different Jeez. things, but. My uh, best friend, <laughs> sure those my guys best friend, made. the big, you know, big, you know, the lineman, old lineman, always gonna fuck with the freshman. So he's fucking with him. He's walking in the shower, got a sock on his shit, <laughs> fucking with him. So my, my boy's like, Classic. hey, bro, like I, I don't, like I don't know what y'all on, but you know, I don't fuck around like that. And he keeps fucking with him. So he's like, all right, when you come out, when you come out and put some clothes on, like we going at it. And they almost went at it. But like I said, nothing ever in the shower. But um, it's a lot of different dynamics at play in the college locker room, but nothing like nothing like that experience. And everybody's trying to figure out who they are to and what they're gonna be at yeah. super competitive levels, and you're supposed to care about school. It's like, all right, I feel like I'm learning more in this locker room than I am. Oh yeah. In any classroom anywhere. Uh, there's some breaking news before we get uh, end hour one to get to hour two. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing in Tampa Bay this Sunday night. Oh, nice. Tom Pelissero, the arrow. It is official. The Bucks and Chiefs will be played in Tampa on Sunday night. That's good news, right? Great news. Yeah. Great news. That's good news about Hurricane Ian maybe not being as big and bad as they say it is. And is that what hurricane season is? In Tampa. Okay. Just fucking up some, like I said, that track switches and like so like fort myers naples some other places really got fucked up yeah. but it, it started one south of tampa i think we're a little more yeah southwest I believe. yeah a little souther of tampa and up yeah. and around Cross tampa Florida. where tampa was supposed to be the entry point yep. for ian to be an asshole on land yep. it became fort myers mm -hmm. which is south of there fort myers, yeah. yep. naples. and naples, hopefully yeah. good news for clemson it's supposed to be a tropical storm by the time it gets to the shore of south carolina Happy that everybody is maybe done with the devastation from Hurricane Ian. Yes. Wow. Also pretty happy. Don't have to fly in or out of a hurricane. Because mm -hmm. I saw another. We talked about this brand of white yesterday. The ones that can tour and stand in a storm. Sure. I saw and that we, clip everywhere last night. Too. <laughs> we talked about the, uh, the tornado hunters, the guys that go there. Yeah. There's a hurricane plane. Hurricane uh, Jesus. Hunter, I believe. Hurricane Hunter is his wow. name. And they fly into hurricanes, and they said Hurricane Ian was the biggest drop that they've ever felt in their plane. They have a video, all white people in the plane, yeah. uh, flying into a hurricane. And uh, they, they drop a little bit, oh! And yeah, they some, love it. Some yeah. guy's on like a Doppler on the side. He has like the, all these panels in front of him, like, see? Thank you, Hunter. Thank you for the information. <laughs> but that's what we're referring to with there is certainly. Yeah, that category. Does feel like there are some, yeah, here's the plane. 
Here's the plane right here. That's them sitting in a fucking, I don't know, 730. Yeah, they're laughing. Oh, they're shit. Laughing. Just sky flying in. This is crazy. Like, this is your job. Like, we're all right. We're all right. Jeez. Said it was the worst one they've ever flown or something like that. Mad, man. They're flying in. How many hurricanes are you guys flying into? That's what I'm saying. Like, and when do, you, when do you get to the point of life where you're like, you know what? Flying into them. We could drive into tornadoes. That's kind of weak. We're going to fly into hurricanes. That's what we're going to do. We appreciate your service. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, people. Football is here this evening. As the Miami Dolphins, who are currently undefeated, have wins over the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Buffalo Bills, take their streak into Cincinnati to take on Joey Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, who played in the Super Bowl just a few months ago. Who will show up? Who will win big? And what will the Amazon Prime display be like for its third ever game? Currently, Dolphins getting three and a half points. The Bengals are favored by three and a half. Now, that would make sense if you thought the Bengals had it all figured out on Sunday against the Jets and they're going to go back to the team that went into Tennessee last year in the playoffs, went into Kansas City last year in the playoffs, and almost went to goddamn Super Bowl. Or if you think they still have some things to figure out, you're probably assuming, ah, Dolphins plus three and a half seems like the right bet. Yeah. There is walkthroughs being shown on the internet of the Miami Dolphins who had to travel a day earlier because Hurricane Ian's a fucking asshole to Cincinnati and practicing in the University of Cincinnati's campus. The Dolphins' defense had to do 90 plays on Sunday against the Bills. There's conversation and drama to no end, and we will have to cover it for the next couple hours because we are excited. The Talks of Tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Boys, it feels like the Dolphins plus three and a half is the trendy pick in the office, although the internet and the actual statistics are saying everybody's hammering the Bengals. Your thoughts, Ty Schmidt? I still have no idea. I mean, it's going to take probably another two hours, and then who, <laughs> who knows, maybe right up until game time. But I'm most happy with the fact that we're still not getting any Thursday night duds. Tonight's game's going to be mm -hmm. awesome. You know, we're not getting some curveball, some bullshit game on a Thursday night like we were kind of getting last year and several years before that. So I don't know. I'm going to have to take all the information, and I still have no uh, idea which way I want to lean, but I'm very excited for this game tonight. I'm very excited as well, as is a man who joins us on stage every Wednesday and Thursday of this NFL season, host of the Man of Man podcast, and also – Host of Everything DB that we got to uh, see yesterday and That's NFL right. matchups, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Darius Butler. I'm excited too. I'm excited about my Dolphins and uh, road teams. I guess have been pretty bad Thursday night football, but uh, still taking them straight up. Yeah, no I wavering. The, I think the Dolphins plus three and a half have the chance to do something really, really magical and make a lot of money. But yeah, yeah. there's a man joining us right now, live in an attic in Ohio. A man who's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup champion, a COVID survivor, and tonight, hopefully for the first time or many times, has taken the reins on the super boost that we have on FanDuel Sportsbook. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. AJ, you look fantastic, pal. How you doing? I'm doing great. You guys uh, disagree with my parlay I threw together? No, I don't. We're just saying we're confused by it all. Oh, I haven't seen it. And I think the three and a half is obviously something that's confusing us the most. I believe <laughs> we have a graphic done with your Super Boost. This is already live on FanDuel. This is from AJ Hawk's big fucking rock brain itself. Oh, yeah. I had the first couple. We had our hearts broken. We lost completely. AJ's been hot this past weekend, 10 and 6. Wow. wow. 
The weekend before, 11 and 6. AJ. So there are some times where you got to look in the mirror and say, hey, there is another human that you know who might be the hottest gambler in the NFL right now. AJ's taking the reins. You like the Bengals, minus three and a half at home. You like Jamar Chase to score a touchdown. I believe you also like Joey Burrow to throw over 200 yards. And I think... You like Tyreek Hill to score one touchdown. That's been boosted to plus 1,200. I think the Chase touchdown, the Tyreek Hill touchdown, Joey Burrow over 200 yards, those seem like check, check, check. Feel great about that. The Bengals minus three and a half is the only question mark, I think, by anybody. AJ, you were boots on the ground to watch the Bengals play the Jets last week. What did they show that makes you think, yep, they're going to beat the undefeated Miami Dolphins team on Amazon on Thursday Night Football? Well, Having the opportunity to watch them play in person, I saw first off, it looks like their O-line. Yes, I know. We don't know how great the Jets' pass rush was, but I thought for the most part they held up, looked good. And a lot of it is Joe Burrow. I watched him operate in person, saw how cool he was with his teammates, how in control it seemed like it always was. And I got to watch their defense play. I hadn't seen their defense play in person, and I'm impressed, man. They can fly around, and they can get after the quarterback. Do you worry about what Ty said earlier? Which part? The Jets fucking stink is what everybody thinks. That's what everybody thinks. You were there, though. Jets had a win the week before, big-time comeback against the Cleveland Browns. Joey Flacco, Wilson, and the boys really did it. Zach Wilson's back, so maybe they're a whole new team. But you saw the Bengals against the Jets. No offense, Jets. The Jets is the Jets. Do you think that potentially swayed you at all to make them look a little bit better, or do you think they have their problems figured out for real with the Bengals? Sure, it absolutely could have swayed me a little bit, but I still feel like if I had not been at the game last week, I would still be making this pick. I, don't, I have to trust my instincts, and my instincts tell me that the Bengals are going to win this game let's, by probably seven points. Let's go. Hey, Here we go. Hey, plus 1,200 is huge. We hit a plus 700 a couple weeks ago. Darius hit a plus 800 last yeah, weekend. D-butt. Way to go, D-Butt. Plus 1,200 would be our biggest, I think. So yeah. let's fucking go, AJ. Let's do it. What do you think? I mean, Tyreek Hill, obviously, he has his whole situation with their whole DB room. Uh, Obviously, Eli Apple, so look for him to get some targets. I mean, Jamar Chase, you would imagine, hopefully scores. And Joey B better throw for more than 200 yards if they're going (laughs) to win. The Joey Burrow to throw for more than 200 yards is minus 900. Yeah. Okay. Feel good about that one. Okay. Okay. So you take the Joey Burrow to throw for 200-plus yards here, it probably goes from plus 800 to, like, plus 780. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, not much of a jump. No. The Joey Burrow plus 200 yard, or for 200 yards seems to be a lock because that's how their offense runs. Now, if tonight they're just like mixing, 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 wow. which could happen because we are super boosting this and the football gods do their thing, that feels like a lock. Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown, especially with the Eli Apple beef, Shit with Tua acknowledging it and McDaniel acknowledging it. Had Let's a quiet ass- week last week, too. Yeah. Let's so. assume they're going to get yep. him going. Right. For the fucking uh, chase, uh, like, He's the guy. Yep. Two yeah. or three games, got a touchdown. He yeah. finds the end zone. It's just the Bengals minus three and a half that some people are going to question. I think the parlay you put together here, AJ, you should be very proud of. You should be very proud of it, AJ. Thank you. If I'm putting a parlay together, I want the odds to be great. So, hey, I want the reward to be huge always. Okay. Well, you'll we say that. We still want to win. Yeah, yeah winning you know. is. Absolutely. I do plan on winning. You think I put this together to lose? No. Absolutely not. No. Right, so let's it's get so some defensive. good odds. I want the risk-reward, I want it to be high. I want the reward to be gigantic. And I will say that tonight's biggest bet possible. Hell yeah. That they're, like, showing you can obviously create something for bigger odds. On <laughs> FanDuel right now, plus 24,000. 
Hey, oh, shit. you put 250 bucks on this, like somebody that I know? Sure. 60 grand. Holy what? Shit. 60 grand potentially tonight. 60 fucking grand tonight. It could happen. And now I'm falling into the trap of this is no. what Connor does. No, no, it's not a trap. It's plus 24. Can I, can I get in on it? I want to get in on it. January 1st, I guess I will. January 1st, you you'll go. be able to get in on this. Plus 24,000. Hayden Hurst to score the first touchdown, easy. Money. Easy. Play action to Joe Mixon. <laughs> Bang. Hayden Hurst touchdown in the fly. Gesicki to score the second touchdown, easy. Easy. Lock it up. Plus 24,000. You bet $1, you're winning $240. Uh -huh. <laughs> you bet $250, bucks, you are winning $60,000. Oh. No big deal. Let's have a Thursday night. Imagine I hit for this $60,000. I'm hopping on that plane right into the tropical storm fucking skipping. Yeah. No, don't have to imagine it because it's going to happen. You're right. You're if right. If you hit this, you should retire. I probably won't make another bet. Yeah. AJ's picking all the parlays for the yeah, rest of the Yeah, you just mm -hmm. never bet again. What, I, I mean, what else can you do? I hit a 60K well, uh, plus 24,000. Or, or your bet could be dead two minutes and 40 seconds no. into the game. No. They'll 12, kick se 12 seconds, deep, but they take the first <laughs> kickoff to the house. No, no. Nah, they'll kick a field goal it. first. Yeah. It, it, this thing they'll will extend tackled. into the second quarter probably. Yeah. Could happen. I mean, look what happened in the Giants-Cowboys uh, game. I think it was plus 4,100. Saquon first touchdown, Zeke second touchdown. They didn't cap that one off until there was a few minutes left in the third. In one of these previous ones, we got the second tight end to score the it, second touchdown. Last week, and Joku scored second, and you know it looked like Muth would have scored first, but Naj was just such a beast, they couldn't tackle him. So we were close. We were. Right there. But anytime you get something that's plus 1,200, for instance, Super Boosted 2, or plus 24,000, <laughs> you have to have realistic expectations. Right. With that being said, we're fucking hitting everything today. Lock it go. up. All right, Lock now, it up. We can't possibly hit everything on the stage because Darius is firm in the Dolphins' <laughs> money line. That's right. Which would certainly affect the super boost. But we expect that out of D-Butt. D-Butt, why do you think Dolphins minus three or plus three and a half is the right way to go for people that might not have been listening about an hour and 20 minutes ago? I mean, like we said, we, they've been through the gamut the first three weeks. You know, tough battles. Um, short... Uh, not a lot of reps on offense last week, and then it is a short week for them, but they travel early, so you know you get your kind of bearings and since They've been in Cincy for a few days, so that's my squad, man. I got to go with my squad. But hey, this I am rooting for AJ to hit. I may take the same parlay and just flip, uh, Ooh. flip that uh, Dolphins. So you can also put like 10, 15 bucks on the Super Boost because plus 1,200, very good odds. Uh -huh, so true. you could do that with us and then hedge your bet. Right. With True. something bigger like. on the other side, if you think it's going to be there. So you can play both sides. You can support the Hawks fly together. The graphic is sweet, too. Hell <laughs> yeah. Dirty makes incredible graphics all day, every day. This particular one, he has the sport coat on with a button down because he is professional. That's right. This fucking guy goes 11-6 and six in week two. He goes 10-6 and six in week three. Let's assume he's going to continue his heater this particular week. Mm -hmm. He grabs hold of the goddamn Super Boost with his talents. Mm -hmm. Like he's an actual hawk sitting on the shoulder of AJ like a parrot would normally for a pirate. Oh. Parrot's a little bitch ass. Might have a smart brain. The hawk's coming down ripping that brain right the fuck off. Uh -huh. This is the Hawks fly together super boost, and tonight we hit. We don't have the Thursday night football situation of one week ago. No. no. Where I'm yelling into my phone in the middle of my house at about 11.30 or midnight because of an annexation of Puerto Rico play <laughs> gone wrong and mm -hmm. fucking us over. Tonight, we fly. Hell yeah! Woo! Thank you, AJ. Thank you, AJ.
I'm glad I got up to plus twelve hundred. I wanted to make sure it was at least at least plus eight hundred to put that together. So the fact that it's plus twelve, I'm happy. I do like that. I said to AJ, I sent him a text this morning. Yeah. I said, AJ, you're doing a parlay today. Need you to send your bets over. He had one. It was the quickest he's ever responded in the whole yeah, story. He had Waddle TD in there. Then he read Waddle was like questionable. He said, let's take the Waddle TD out of there. AJ had no idea what the odds were on this parlay because he can't get on to FanDuel Sportsbook mm -hmm. in Ohio yet. Right. Uh, so I punched it in there. I'm like, AJ, this is like plus 850 or whatever right now. He's like, yup, like it, like it. Lock it in. Fucking run it or whatever. Your brain knows what plus 800 is, AJ. Your brain knows what's going to happen this NFL season. Records tell us that. And tonight, we thrive because of this man, AJ Hawk. Thank you, AJ. There you go. Thank you, AJ. Go, Hawk. Well, I know Debut's hit last week, right? Yeah. This week. Yeah. Sunday. 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 Or Monday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Monday, so we gotta, I got to keep the streak alive. Let's, Let's go. keep it going. Let's, Let's go. go. Hey. Let's go. Oh, you bring it. You can team on two. So Is it? All right. Well, I'll see you tomorrow, Ty. You can, you can you know, say it to my face. We'll do it. Well, I will if we don't hit it. Listen to this. I know. You can punch me in the face. No. Okay. Really? Lock that in. No, I don't really know. <laughs> Ty's, Ty's a powerful dude, trust me. I, yeah. He sits back there and acts like he's this intellectual dude. He's a savage. Well, he can't throw the Russell Wilson dorsal fin football for the life of him, but he can throw a punch. Who can? Um, yeah. The fact that you are willing to get punched in the face tomorrow with no upside, because you can't actually bet on this. So there's zero upside other than the fact that the program yep. maintains a winning streak. That's right. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do here. Yeah, it means a lot. 100,000 people bet on our shit last Thursday night. That's nuts. That's awesome. <laughs> if you get the same for plus 1,200, too. We should. Yeah. 100,000. a lot of people. Would you yeah. Also just they, sent us, they sent us that fucking email. They say 100,000 actives, this many, blah, blah, blah. Real heartbreaker or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, a real heartbreaker. Real think. heartbreaker, isn't it? The annexation of Puerto Rico. That would have been the biggest bet hit combined in the history of gambling say, last did they, Thursday. Did they say how much would have been at stake if, if that bullshit at the end doesn't happen? I don't know. We can get Bruce. Bruce, send an email over there. See what the liability against him was. See what it was. See what it was. Mm. Had and they lot. refunded, right? Yeah, they refunded <laughs> everybody. Good, 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 good business. 14 million. Woo. Jesus. Woo. That's good business on the refund, though. I enjoyed it. I appreciated that. Didn't expect it. I enjoyed it as well. Yep. When I read the text, I almost thought they were, like, spitting in my face. You know, like, oh, that's tough. So tough that it's like, we feel bad. Yeah, so we'll be bad? refunding everybody's bet or whatever. And I, I sent back the thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> that was at like midnight, 1 a.m. they said. Late they were like on top of it. Like, oh. How often does that happen where they refund your bet? So it's always bad beats. They do it for bad beats. But normally if it's like a fucked up call or something, like. Like terrible, like really bad beats. They're not just a normal run of the mill, like, oh, oh NBA. they scored in the last play. So like sports gambling. As a, mm -hmm. as a sports gambler now at this point, yes. like the annexation of Puerto Rico touchdown to fuck you over is something that happens in sports gambling. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's why I didn't send like a text like, hey, you should maybe refund this. And there's some people that thought it was kind of Mickey Mouse that they were refunding bets because if you're going to sports gamble, there's a chance that something like that yeah. is going to happen. On a right. kickoff return, they start fucking throwing it. Safeties have taken place where it's yep. happened. Like that's a part of sports gambling. So I think there was some people who you know through and through. FanDuel, this ain't even That's sports gambling odd. anymore. But I think the reason why is because there was 100,000 fucking people on it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this can't be how people think sports gambling is going to go. They're gonna, they got to think that we're just 
we know stuff or whatever. And they do, by the way. They do. They know everything. They and do. not to mention, like, the fourth down situation oh. right before the punt that got them down there, too. Yeah, like, that was the first down. Yeah, there was a couple sequences that led to that situation. Like, it wasn't as if, you know, the Steelers gave up a touchdown and, like you said, the kickoff return, pass back to get them that extra touchdown. It was the first down, change the call, fourth down, punt, which was a great punt inside the five. Then the play happens where everything yeah. gets. Fun. It was quite a. It was it was a litany of fuckery that yeah. really got us a week ago. But it's not going to happen this week. Uh-uh. Nope. Not. Is Tua going to play the whole game? You think he's going to make it? He was in that walkthrough. We saw videos from you, fucking Ohio people. Just can't help yourself. You th- you telling me you telling me the Dolphins don't know there's twelve skyscrapers around that stadium? <laughs> okay. And there's so- office build. There's office buildings next to it. There's offices in the stadium. Yeah, let's just show them everything we got, guys. Here there's we go. There's classes <laughs> happening. I think around that stadium. I think like there's rec center. I think all kind. I was there for a flag football game a couple years ago. There's things everywhere. It's I think right there's the heart of everything. I think there's dorms in the area. Yep. So our conversation in the first hour was about how you can get stuff from that walkthrough I think in the slow you see where two his progressions are you see what he's looking at some formation shit now is this all on film we'd assume it would be but we got to a a part of the conversation where I'd like to hear your take on the whole (laughs) uh, thing McDaniel went to fucking Yale Okay, Mm -hmm. Ty, who's been accepted to Harvard, said, no, I want to go fucking play baseball and be an angler in Iowa. Okay, he's got it. He said, you don't just fall into Yale like Yale is a fucking tough place to get into. He knew that somebody was going to record their shit. He set it up and to stick with the gimmick. He they sent the cease and desist of people. And now they're doing an investigation into people because they have to keep up with the bit that they were showing fake shit because they knew it was going to get on the Internet. Or do you think this was something that kind of surprised them and they were told wouldn't happen? Because it seems pretty obvious if you're going to be in public in the other team city, there's a chance that some of your shit's going to get relayed to the Internet in an instant gratification on the Internet. Oh, this is cool content society that we live in right now. Oh, they knew they're they're practicing inside an open air stadium with buildings everywhere. There's a bubble. The UC bubble is a couple miles down the road. I Lacrosse, believe. Yeah, 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 they're they're practicing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe the timing did not time up, but they definitely knew. Hey, there's a real possibility that someone can film this. Do it, or they just don't care. Like it, like a lot of good coaches I know, they're like, I don't care. We'll tell you exactly what we're doing. Good luck stopping us. Like that could happen too. But I doubt in the NFL that's happening right now. We got two plays. Okay, one to the left. One to the right. Bingo. Good luck stopping us. And can Cincinnati stop those weapons? Tyreek Hill obviously has something with Eli Apple. You said that entire corner room is sticking up for Eli. What have you heard and what has been the conversation there? Well, they, I've read just comments from other DBs. They've asked them about it and, like, the whole Super Bowl ticket situation, whatever's going on. One guy, one of the DBs said, like, you mess with Eli, you mess with all of us, I think. Oh. Right? Jesse Bates. As he should. You like to hear that out of a yeah, teammate, I don't like you? What does this mean? They're going to lock down harder? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna go out there and play the game. I mean, it's fifteen yarders, like you know, that's that's a game record. I'm sure he'll be on Chuck P's game, one of the game records. So they they're gonna go out there and handle business anyway. But uh, I like the little banter. I like the bulletin board material. Waddle doesn't play. Is there a chance Waddle doesn't play? Is that what you were reading, AJ? They said he's they said he's playing now. I guess, but it, I just saw the injury report a couple hours ago. Questionable. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. Him and groin. Armstead were on it, but they're expected. To it's play. a groin. Toe, yep. Yeah, toe for Armstead, mm. groin for. A hey, groin uh, is one of those things that can in the middle mm, of the game. And he's yeah. on groin on field turf too. You're 
you're trying to st- step and plant with that groin on field. Cold, short week. Oh, we were talking about this just yesterday. That's we were talking right. about this just short week, too, a little bit tired. They only had 39 offensive plays last week. I don't know how many Waddle had. But without Waddle, still a devastating offense, you think? Or is there something to be said about having both Waddle and Tyler? Yeah, it's a big weapon, big weapon. Um, where is he? What is he, like top two right now in receiving yards in the league? So it's funny you say that. Let's actually go through the top, the leaders of the NFL right now before we get into the monthly awards. Let's stop or let's start with the top receiving uh, in the NFL thus far through three weeks. Waddle and Tyreek Hill, both yeah. on the top oh. five. Stephon Diggs, 344 yards with four tuds. It was a three games play. Congrats, Steph. Baby, Stephon. Uh, Jalen Waddle, 342 yards, three tuds. Then Tyreek Hill, 317 yards, two tuds. Then A.J. Brown, obviously, 309 yards. Cortland Sutton, 291 yards. But, yeah, the Dolphins have two of the top three receivers in the NFL right now. Waddle ahead of Tyreek Hill, which none of us would have expected. Waddle certainly benefiting from the addition of Tyreek Hill, though, and I think he would also say that very openly and confidently. Good for Tua, good for the Dolphins, A.J. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big loss if Waddle was not able to play or if he's not able to really burst or get in and out of breaks. But yeah. if he's out there, I'm sure he'll still make plays. But, man, they, they do. you're right. They have so many weapons. Tyreek Hill, I, I do love. DB, DB's talking about it. Like, I love the animosity going into it. I feel like they truly do. Like, they dislike each other. I really. So, I think it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> the cheetah is here. Yeah. The mm-hmm. cheetah is Eli here. Eli Apple tends to do that. He instigates a lot of stuff, it seems like. Eli Apple was with the Giants, right? Yep. And you said he's a better player than people give him credit for because he's only shown his lowlights because of everything that's happened off the field with Eli Apple. Is that what you think? Yeah, he's taking, he's gone full heel at times, and that's tough to do as a DB because you know, everybody's a fucking expert when you give up a touchdown and it's replayed, you know, a thousand times over. But nobody showed. He's had some. He had a couple game-winning interceptions last year, actually, in the games. Um, so yeah, you don't you don't start in this league for six, seven, eight years from multiple teams without being a good player. So he's a good player. He's a heel though. Definitely. Oh, I respect. I think I like him. I think anybody that's like, yeah, I want people not to like me. He kind of had to go that way, too, because he came in. There's a lot of, oh, your mom's picking you up or take you to practice, sticking up for you. So you kind of, he went the full opposite direction. So I appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes they push a baby face. Mm. Yeah. And the crowd says, nah. (laughs) Don't like him. (laughs) And sometimes the people, though, that are being pushed as baby face want to be the baby face. They refuse to believe, like, Hey, these people fucking hate me. Yeah, they, they refuse to believe it. But those who understand are like, hey, let's go. Let's go heal. It's like, yeah, fuck it. here we go. Yeah. Roman Reigns is the greatest picture of that. They wanted him to be babyface. Roman Reigns, babyface, baby. They were like, hey, this is the guy. Look how handsome he is. Look how strong he is. He's nice. Look how good he is. This is, th- this is the baby. This is the babyface. And the crowd is like, we fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Get this guy out of our face. And then they had him go away for a little bit. I think it was because he had leukemia. Uh-huh. Right. So there's a chance he could be babyface on the other side of that because he beat leukemia. Nope. We're fucking coming back as heel. Oh, and oh. now he's the biggest babyface because he bought in so hard to the heel that people fell in love with him. Same thing that happened with The Rock. Maybe the same thing will happen with Eli Apple. Yeah, Ooh. possibly. We'll see. I mean, like you said, too, I think a big part of that was, like, his mom had her own podcast and was, I mean, you guys would know a lot more, but you talk about, you know, parents talking shit about players defending their kids. Well, like OBS, OBS got his son Ooh. on the Super Bowl uh-huh. channel. Yeah. Yeah. Video editor. I mean, that one was tough. <laughs> that one was tough to watch. OBS. 
saying? Got the job done. Got the job yeah, done. Yeah, did. Got his son out of town. Into a Super Bowl, almost yeah. a fucking MVP. Now he's going on tour. Yeah. Now he's doing college visits. Yeah, he is. Hey, what's the party like after we win tonight? Oh, come on. Odell? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was at that. Where's he at this weekend? Yeah, they've got to keep an eye on Who? Hopefully Green Bay. Odell Hopefully watch. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. We've got the Titans this weekend, Odell. Come on through. Yeah, he ain't playing with Matt Ryan. Maybe he will be at the uh, <laughs> Bengals game tonight, perhaps. Why not? Miami or Cincy. Maybe. Maybe yeah. he, will, he will be at the Bengals game. Matt, it's Jamar Chase. Odell Beckham's at the at tonight's game. Waddle hurts his groin or something halfway through. We don't want it to happen, potentially. Sign Odell at halftime. Yeah, contract. for you already. And we know how this works. McDaniel is just going to drop a play. Odell has two touchdowns. Can we bet on Odell Beckham Jr. scoring two touchdowns tonight? <laughs> He's got to be pretty good. For the Miami <laughs> fucking Dolphins, dude. Uh, let's get some things done here before Coach P's keys. He'll be coming in as uh, coach of the Miami Dolphins this Ooh, first hour. Yeah. Cannot wait to hear yes. that. We need, we need to listen to the second one, though, because what A.J. likes for a super boost. Uh, Russell Wilson responded to Eli Manning when Eli Manning told me that Corliss Waitman, the punter, should have got the $235 million deal in Denver there on Monday Night Manning. He was obviously saying it as a joke at the time. People took that quote, put it down on memes, and let it run on the Internet. So out of context, a lot of people, and a lot of people say, real rich from Eli Manning okay, Eli. to talk about Russell Wilson. Eli got a big pop out of me. I thought it was a great it's line. Hilarious. It's hilarious. In the moment, it was a great line. It was a great deliverable. But people have obviously taken it completely out of context. Russell Wilson actually had to talk about it. This is how Russell Wilson handled it. And although Russell Wilson's ball fucking stinks, this answer from Russell Wilson may be my top two press conference, uh, conference moment from Russell Wilson. Yes, love it. So you can take it on my Chad Powers? Uh, yeah, you know, Chad Powers, you know. Um, I'm 3-0 against Chad Powers. Um, Look at that. Wow. Hey, what Unreal. an answer. Huh? I don't know if Team 3 prepped him for that or not, but him acting as Eli is Chad Powers, then bringing in real-life stats against Eli Manning and Chad Powers, I love it. Russell Wilson, big baby face in my eyes. I love everything yeah. he's about. I would I would love it if he goes full heel, too, and if he just goes the complete opposite direction. But I, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, just kind of – I like that much more than the other, the other stuff that we see up there at the podium. What? That much. What do you mean? I mean – What other stuff? Yeah. The subway, the thing that's in the vault? The, the subway shit just uh, – I feel like everything's – it's a little phony. Well, know? what about him scrolling through Whoa. talking about picking out an outfit with Team 3? I was like one of the – There was two no's. There was two bad suits. They were keeping it real. Yeah. Hey. Just, you asked the question, though. Pat, that's right. Was it his? Did someone prompt him? Was that or was that organic that happened off the top of his head, or was it planned a little bit? Uh, Russell's always prepared. Always preparing. When you're not preparing, you're, you're, you're unprepared. When you're unprepared, you lose. And that's okay. not something that we do because we care – about faith, oh my God. Family. family. I didn't finish that one. Football. He said I finished that one. Flying. Flying. We care yeah. a lot. <laughs> Stop. Please no, don't. Say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. What was that's that one? Right there. I don't know what that one was. What? What was I'll show that one. I know it showed up in my time on a couple of times. I'm like, God, I love eight that million. Video. You're saying Russ did that? Yeah. yeah. That video has 50 million views. At least. Okay. right? Huh? Yeah. TikTok, right? Broke TikTok. It made its way into the the other social medias because mm -hmm. of how good it was. Oh man. He is True. a guy though that babyface, babyface, babyface could do really well oh. with a full heel turn. Yeah. You're 100 percent right. Would love it. Grow a beard. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. 
all black suits all the time. Yep. He's just NWO now. Dye his hair blonde. It's like the Hulk Hogan yeah. turn. Yeah. Fires everybody. Doesn't Ooh. have a Team 3 anymore. Oh, team three I'm speaking. Back. Changes I, his number. Yeah. Oh. Number 69. Oh. Yeah. Or, yeah. Number one. So he's talking about killing people. What if he goes to zero and he Ooh. says, this is, this is how, what I think of all of you. That's yeah. my number. <laughs> that'd be perfect. Oh, that'd be great. Starts <laughs> reaming out linemen on the field when they don't get a first. I think round. Russell Wilson is too good of a soul, you know, from what yeah. I've heard and seen to ever become. He won't do that. Come he's the chosen one. Break, break a surface. Like, I just need him to. Do something human-like. Just be. Uh, I'm sorry, Maja. Well, maybe that's not who he is. Fate. You know? Fate. <laughs> I would enjoy it, though. Damn. <laughs> what was that for? Football. All right. What this he cares is... about, AJ. Fly. I had to turn it off a little halfway. <laughs> What's that all about, AJ? Fine. We, we care. I, just, I got nah. the. Oh, oh. Hell yeah. What do they care about? Fucking faith, faith family, family, football, flying. Fly all right. Wake up. I am so disgusted by you. Guitar solo. <laughs> we, we care, care a lot. lot. This had to be for something specific. What, yeah, what's the, what are we marketing here? Well, yeah, team three. Team three. Could have been for the dorsal fin football. <laughs> I think it was I just am. for his Bam. TikTok. He can play the real guitar. If I, judging by his air guitar, he can definitely play real guitar. His hands also appear to be, what, 6X the size you'd think with yeah. the size yeah. of his body? Yeah. Hand Here extensions. Bam, bam. Is that Slash? We, we care a lot. Fucking love him, dude. Love you, Russ. Yeah. Russ, you do a heel turn. Let us know. I'll, I'll start writing some lines for you. I know you uh, probably got people with the baby face lines. Yeah. I got Fire some him. good ones for you to cut. What would he say instead of let's ride? What you say? Fire him. Who, the people that are writing lines for him? Whoa. Oh, yeah. He just said to Chad Powers, I'm 3-0 and against Chad Powers. I love Power. that. I, I, think that was, I think that was Russ. Really? We got a little glimpse into the real Russ right there. All right. Yeah. Let's take five. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back on the other side with Coach P's keys. Hour three. I'm very excited for this. Yes. The Brett Favre for Future Hope Fund. Mm -hmm. Yep. The Favre Hope Fund. That's yep. right. Favre for Hope. Has been up to some more fuckery, AJ. Believe it or not. There's more? Oh, There's yeah. There's more. Uh -oh. It's bad. Seems like this is going to become a daily occurrence. Yeah, what did Brett do today? How well, long is what did Brett on? do for the last 20 years that we learned about today? Yeah. More so the question. Uh, we'll get into that in hour three. This one's crazy. Given 13x At least. from his foundation to that fucking Southern Miss volleyball team. Yeah. Right. Then he's given to the actual reason for the foundation. Yes. Which is a great reason, too. $10,000 donations to disadvantaged children and children who, who need it. Right. Yep. 130000 for the fucking new nets at the Southern Miss volleyball uh -oh, complex. No. Mm -hmm. Yep. Publicly funded charity. Hmm. This is your guy. That's tough. That's he your... was my teammate. You're right. He was my teammate for two years. That's your this best is... friend. He's your locker this is tough, mate. man. That's tough to handle. Like how long? How many years has this been going on? Like long how in depth is it? Since jump. Long At least time. the last ten years. Thing about it is, you were number five overall pick. You got like what fifty million guaranteed or whatever. <laughs> he didn't want any. Hey. Yeah, you didn't donate to the charity. No, Man, no. did he like? He He's, really wanted that a good volleyball facility, didn't he? He he was very committed to this volleyball facility, and also very committed. It seems like to saying, "Fuck these rookies, yeah. we don't care." Yeah, and also fuck these poor people. What the hell have they done? Yeah, I'm a Hall of Fame quarterback. Fucking build a new volleyball facility for my daughter. 
Our huh. girls can't be hitting scuff volleyballs. We need fresh Wilsons out here. Yeah, the scuff volleyball is for the fucking poor kids. Yeah. yeah. You think I care? Actually, poor better people? yet, fucking let the poor kids play with rocks. They don't need fucking volleyballs. They're not doing anything. Have with their you lives. seen our current volleyball facility? It's for the poor people. Come on. Let's take their money, fucking make a good one. While you're at it, fucking cut up their EBT cards. They shouldn't even be able. You know, they shouldn't be able to eat. They shouldn't be able to have a warm bed to sleep in. Fuck them. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what's. That's what's. Are happening. you guys reading the text messages back and forth? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, We're not man. saying those are the exact words. Sure feels like his actions are saying more than that. Though. Yeah. You know. Man. Fuck. When's this gonna end? Ah. Uh, for his sake, yeah. Hopefully, sounds soon. like it has ended, you know. Yeah. But for ours, feel like we're only at the tip of the iceberg. Well, and mm -hmm. if new texts are coming out every day of him saying "fuck poor people," yeah. But how many more broke people can he fucking offend? I, I think. I mean, that's, we'll find out. Yeah. That's when it ends, AJ. I guess we will see. TBD. TBD on old Brett Favre. <laughs> he will not be in jail. That's what everybody's saying. No, no, not a chance. Maybe the politician. That other Nancy New Lady and politician, though, there. She might be going yeah. away for a long time. They might like, be on the hook. Really? 20 Jeez. years or something, yeah. Dang. Sheesh. Yeah, I mean, there was numerous families in Mississippi that weren't able to eat dinner. Yeah. For this. Also. Volleyball net. Brett had no idea. Think of the tax money they're spending to do this investigation to get to the bottom of it, too. That costs money. Yeah, Brett's going to have to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's like paying legal fees, isn't it, for other people? That's why yeah. he's got a $17,000 cameo right now. You can go mm -hmm. on there and get Brett to wish your team good luck. A great surprise, a positive surprise, a holy shit, what the hell is going on type of surprise. <laughs> a man who will chit-chat with us, I believe, for the foreseeable future. A man who's a guaranteed future Hall of Famer. Two-time Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP, looking to win a third Super Bowl with a third organization that has never been done in the past. Ladies and gentlemen, superstar Von Miller. Yeah, yeah Von! Yeah. Howdy, guys. Thanks. Thank you all for having me again. Hey, sorry I didn't get your uh, chicken farm in. The, in the beginning there in the plug. Also, the Vaughn cast, uh, alongside with Bleacher Report. You're a fucking Hey, you're a dude. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just following your lead, you know. I'm, I'm just trying to, trying to get it like, like, uh, like you and AJ, man. I'm just trying to, you know, figure it out. No, nah, well, it seems like you have that happen. Now, let's talk about the season. This is the first time getting a chance to chat with you after a little bit of adversity for a brand new team that everybody has talked about. The locker room culture being fantastic, the team being great. Obviously, built to go on a run. After the game in Miami, 90 plays for that defensive side. They have a blocked punt with an ass of a personal protector going for a safety. Had a chance to win it at the end, but you don't. That's one of those games that could be very fucking devastating because of the how tiring it could be. You should have won it. All the stats say you should have won it. You guys don't. How is the team responding? This is your first time in Buffalo with this type of situation. What is the vibe? What is the message? What is the atmosphere involved? Um, you know, I, I start with me. Um, you know, with this being my 12th year in the league, like – you just learn to appreciate moments like that, you know, and you, for me, it was fun. You know, of course, losing is not fun, but, you know, to play in that atmosphere and the heat um, in front of, you know, they had great fans there. We had great fans there. It, it was a great um, environment for football. And, you know, I, I had fun. It was going back and forth. You know, they were making plays. We were making plays. And we just, you know, came up short at the end. Their defense played uh, phenomenal. Um, 
and they made, you know, one. they had one more turnover than what we had. I feel like, you know, a defensive guy, I feel like that was, you know, the difference maker. If we could get a, you know, a turnover, you know, maybe the game would be different. But, you know, to sit on this side, and I'm still getting to know these guys. You know, I've been here for a couple of months. I'm still getting to know these guys. But to see these guys battle the way that they did, all the way down to, you know, the very, very last second of the clock, like, you know, of course, you, you don't want to lose. But it's like watching your son, like, lose a fight to, you know, a bigger, like, kid. Like, you... Of course, he lost the fight, but you just feel so proud of him that, you know, he gave it his all and you know what type of future that, you know, he's going to have. And that's that's what I feel about, you know, this this team, man. Like we fought to the very, very end. I'm not going to give any excuses about, you know, injuries or anything like that. I feel like whatever team that we field out there, we can win, especially, you know, when I'm out there. I feel like if anything, I can I should be able to make a play yeah. to, gotcha. to win this game by myself. That's just that's just the mindset I, that I have. And, you know, of course, I wasn't able to do that that game, but. I had fun, man. I enjoyed battling with my guys, man. And, and you know, we just we just came up short. And, uh, you know, it's not the first time that I lost, you know, a game. Like, of course, <laughs> it's defeating and, you know, you don't want to lose. But at the end of the day, it's good medicine. It's good to have a reality check. We blew the first two teams out. And it's good to have a reality check like, hey, man, if we don't come out here and do everything that we possibly can to, uh, to win, if we don't cross all the T's and dot all the I's, like it can happen to us. And and I think a, a loss here and there is, is always good for good teams. Ball, did you guys know? Like, did you realize in the moment, any point in the game, like, man, our off, our offense has sure been out there a hell of a long time. They're, they've taken a lot of plays, and all, like, how have they recovered? I would imagine if you're going to play 90 plays or something, <laughs> Miami's not the ideal place to do it right now in September. So, like, how are they recovering? You know. You know, us defensive guys, you don't really realize it. Like, you're, you're on the sideline, you're going over plays. You know, you look up, it's third down again. Okay, we convert it. Okay, we made a play right here. And it's third down again, we convert it. You know, you don't really realize. I think I, I realized that I was like, hey, man, I'm starting to get, like, a little stiff. I need to, <laughs> I need to, I'm like, man, I need to warm up. And you still don't really realize it until after the game, and they give you all the stats. And, you know, I think we played 44 snaps total on defense, and our offense played 90. 90 something snaps and, I'm, and then you just and then you see how everybody dropping and everybody getting the heat exha- exhaustion and you know it kind of made sense after the game but during the game you don't really realize it like you're, you're steady trying to you know um look for that play to make or i'm thinking about okay when we go back in the series i want to make this adjustment i want to rush like this i want to make this play you're not really thinking about like dang hey they're out there for a long time you know i think that whole third quarter probably 70 percent of that third quarter we sat on the bench and just watched the offense go and I think it was the same thing in the fourth quarter, but you don't really realize it. I, during the game, my body, I was like, "Dang, I need to, I need to run around." And I, I, I started warming on up field. on the sideline. I'm like, "Bro, I'm like, it's, I'm like, bro, it's going crazy." But after the game, it kind of made sense. Like, hey, you know, our offense was out there for for a very, very long time. They're getting heat exhaustion. I'm like, "Fucking, <laughs> send yeah, some this passing, way, dude." They're passing us. They're passing us water and stuff. Saying hydrate. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm I'm full. I've been drinking <laughs> water this whole quarter. This whole quarter. I'm good. Uh, obviously. The only thing that was lost in the grand scheme of this NFL season is that you guys won't be able to go undefeated like the 72 Dolphins were able to do it. So I appreciate hearing your perspective on it all. AJ just asked about how the offense feels. I'd like to ask about how you feel about the offensive coordinator, okay? You've seen the video. Did you know this guy, Ken Dorsey, is one of the like greatest, most pissed-off competitors of all time. I have great respect for him after his freakout. Means he cares. Means he's very invested. Means he wants them to win. Did you know he had that in him? Because I think I saw looking at him like, oh, look at this khakis guy. Like, this is going to happen. Him losing his shit was awesome to see, I think. Is that how the locker room felt? 
you know, I, we haven't really talked about it in the locker room, but when I saw the clip, like, it, it, it made me feel good that everybody's into it the same way that I'm into it. Yeah. You know, and everybody wants to win. It's like he he cares about it. And, you know, sometimes coaches, you know, they don't really get up for games. They don't really get down for games. It's just, you know, they just methodically move through the season. And to see him, you know, react the way that he did, it, it shows, like, bro, like, he want, he's in it the same way that we're in it. Like, he wants to win games just like we're, we want to win games. He's trying to score touchdowns. He wants a Buffalo win. And it, it was refreshing, especially for a defensive guy, you know, to see him show some emotion. Like, and you know, he walk around the facility and, you know, he, he really doesn't say anything. I'm on defense, so he really don't say anything, you know, to the defensive guys. And then you see him react the way that he did, man. It, you know, it, it made me feel like, okay, he cares the same way I care, man. And, you know, you get a little notch of respect for me. Yeah, I think all of us really said, Ken Dorsey, all right, fucking yeah. dog, baby. Good guy. <laughs> kind of got a little Dahmer to him where he walks around quietly and yeah. doesn't say anything, but then. <laughs> Will lose his mind. You watching that right now? You watching this? Yeah, I, I saw it. I, it. It was crazy, man. You know um, that. Uh, you know, just to go back and you know see some of the details on, on that that Netflix uh, miniseries. Like, you know, it's, it's 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 interesting. You know, it's it's interesting. You know, to see that. You know, it's it's you know it's people. You know, like that in the world. Like it's you know it's a crazy documentary. It's it's very very interesting for sure. Yes, it is bananas. And I think while you're watching it, we've all heard about Dahmer. While you're watching it, though, you're like. This motherfucker was like, they, they showed him at like class and like yeah. hanging out with people. It's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. those people that were in class with him had no clue. Like this is going to be maybe the most disgusting and vile human of all time. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. like, it's so many different things. It's so many different things throughout that whole documentary that, that that stand out for me. But I can only imagine like how you know the other tenants in the apartment oh. felt like sm like smelling that. Oh. Like, yeah, I think it was ten months. I think it was ten months he stayed there. I can only imagine like. You know the the smell. You know I hunt, I hunt and I fish. You know whenever we get time and like you know some of these these deer carcasses and you know fish like they just like if they sit here for a couple of hours like it's it's unbearable. You know to be in that room for like days and weeks and months like I can only imagine like you know I, no wonder they had to tear the whole thing down. The whole the whole apartment was probably it probably smelled terrible. Just behind the walls, just yeah. got human bodies in there, Fuck. just sitting there. What a fucking psychopath. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's yeah. get back to the football. Darius, good question uh, for Vaughn Miller. Hey, Vaughn, obviously they brought you there not only for what you do on the field, but your leadership and uh, two other great leaders on that defense and on that team, Poirier and Hyatt. You know, obviously you guys are missing them for some time. Uh, how confident are you with the other young guys um, that, are, that are back there in that secondary? Uh, you know what, like, uh, you know, this, uh, this being my 12th year in the league, like, it's, that's just part of it. it. That's just one of the ugly heads of football, like, you know, somebody, somebody's gonna get injured, and um, you know, of course, you don't want it, you don't want it to be any of your guys, but it's just the fact that every single player that plays is gonna have some type of injury, and it's gonna be some type of you know major injury on every single team, and I think that's why that's why depth is so important. That's why you need a great DM, a great gym that can build up teams from the core up. Every uh, you know, every team has star players, and every quarterback can throw the ball and. Have receivers, well, and of course, not some everyone. Receivers, but, yeah. you, know, and you know, some receivers are better than others, but you know, every team has star players. Right. But it's the core players that really set set that team apart. And um, you know, Brandon Bean and you know this front office, they they've done a great job of building this team up from the core up. And um, whatever guys that we filled out there, you know, they're pros. Everybody that steps out there has been the man at some point in time. They they were the man in high school, college, like every single person on this football team is prepared and able 
to go out there and be on the football field at some point in time. And I think what really separates, you know, guys from, you know, uh, like the, the core players from the star players is really just the mindset thing. Mm. And I think the core players have to – they have to have in their mind that I'm a starter. I'm just waiting for my play. And we got a lot of guys – we got a lot of guys in this locker room that that, um, that have a great mindset. You know, of course they say next man up mentality, but yep. it's you truly have to have that on pro football teams. And I tell you a story about um, about our 2005 season with uh, Peyton Manning. Like last last five or six games of the season, Peyton Manning gets hurt, and we had to go with Brock Osweiler. And everybody's like, okay, this, there's no way we're gonna be able to be successful. Brock Osweiler comes in and he goes absolutely insane. <laughs> Um, you go all the way to the last game of the season. You know he's he he's struggling in that game. Where we really we really needed the win. Put Peyton Manning back in. Peyton Manning leads us all the way throughout the playoffs. After the season, Brock Osweiler gets play gets gets paid, signs a huge deal with the Texans. Yeah. And each and every year, you see you see a guy take advantage of you know uh, a spot that, uh, of a starter getting hurt. You see guys take advantage of the opportunity and they make it their own and they. They become superstars in this league. And I think if you have that mindset, we got guys in our locker room that have that mindset. That's what takes you over the hump for sure. Cooper Cush right yes. now. Yeah. Cooper Cush is doing that with the Cowboys right now. I mean, he is balling out. But at every position it happens, I think, is what Vaughn's saying. I love that mentality and that speech you just gave. Ready to run through a goddamn wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. AJ, go ahead, pal. Vaughn, what, what do you think separates like pass rushers from elite pass rushers? Obviously, you're a future Hall of Famer elite pass rusher but everybody that comes in the league is big strong fast might have a move or two like what do you think separates people like you to put you the next level i think um i think one is uh being able to um being able to to know situational football um really being aware of the position of uh, of where i am in this in this football game whether it's first quarter second quarter you know, third and long, being being aware of the playcock, being, being aware of am I up by, you know, three points, ten points, what is this offense trying to do? Are they pushing down the field? Are they just, you know, trying to keep the score close at the end of the game? And really just being able to predict and being aware of, you know, football games. And I, I've played, you know, a lot of football games. Um, you know, I try to get in the mind of, like, not not the quarterback, but, this offensive coordinator, what are they trying to do to our team? How they are trying to how do, how are they trying to attack us? Is is this big play? Is this big play time? Is this you know move the ball down the field? You know I'm not always right. I'm not always right. Um, that's what makes this sport great. But I, I feel like being able to be aware of, of situational football is a big one. And honestly, it's it's really just the mindset. Um, my mindset every every time I go out there, and we talk about this each and every year at the Pass Rush Summit. You got all type of guys. You got big guys. You got small guys. You got fast guys, you got power guys. In my mind, I'm gonna attack each and every play. You know, I'm I'm thinking like it feels like I'm on offense. It feels like, you know, I'm the running back and I'm gonna attack each and every play. I'm not sitting back waiting on the offense to to react to me. Um, I'm gonna attack each and every play. I'm, I'm looking at the playcock. I'm trying to get the, the the best jump that I could possibly get. I'm looking at formations. I played outside linebacker for a long time, and now I'm playing defensive end. So I'm looking at formations is this tight end coming back you know will they try to block me with this tight end this fullback coming right here wide receiver coming in and I, and I and I just I feel like to be an elite pass rusher you just have to be aware of what the offense is trying to do and taking advantage of those those small spaces that they give you how long sure. how long you've been the guy that's just getting chipped all the time felt like that's what took place last week in Miami huh 
And I, I, I've been getting chipped for a long time, and that's part of it. It was a, it was a, another big chip this last past weekend with uh, Skull from the Rams and J.J. Watt. You know, that's that's oh, totally yeah. different. That play is totally different from the play with uh, Leonard Fournette and Micah Hyde. Leonard Fournette was coming from the backfield up Micah to the Parsons, line of Parsons, Micah Parsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Parsons, Parsons was Parsons was he was rushing, and Leonard Fournette he came from the backfield and he chipped him. J.J. Watt was lined up on a line of scrimmage and Skull was on a line of scrimmage. So if you if you are both on a line of scrimmage, I feel like that should be you know a legal play. You just got to be aware of the guy being there. When a guy's coming from the backfield, oh, you can't really notice that guy. You know, that's the difference between, you know, these plays. A guy motioning in from outside the numbers coming in and cracking me from the outside, that should be illegal too. But lining up on the line of scrimmage and just chipping in, like, that's a legal play. And it was a great it was a great play by Scott. He he chipped JJ. He was able to get up. They threw him a little dump pass and he went for it for 20 yards. So that play, that play in my eyes is is a is a is a safe play. I, I feel like if I'm a defensive man, I just got to be aware of that and you know try to get outside of that or just be conscious of the guy. You know, it's JJ Watt. You know they're gonna try to chip you right there. Yeah, JJ knows too. I would assume. You know, as soon as you said what you said on the show was that last week or two weeks ago, every offensive lineman on the internet. Did you hear? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. Of course. Uh, you guys trying to ear hole us on a little stunt, and we can't get one shot to the ribs. Oh. Okay. That's all on the line of scrimmage, though. When I when I run an exit game, when I run a text game, we are all on the line of scrimmage. Like, that's 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 totally legal. Just like a guy lining up outside of me on the line of scrimmage and chipping in, or a running back lining up on the line of scrimmage and chipping in. Like, that's all legal. But once the guy's coming from the backfield or motion in from out the end, like, come on. I, now I heard y'all talk about before I got on. You want these guys to be able to play as long as possible. Yeah, right. you want to make you want to make the game safer for these guys, especially your pre- premier pass rushers right. and your premier quarterbacks, because this right. this league is driven by quarterbacks. The next the next guys up are the, the pass rushers because they affect the quarterbacks, and then the guys after that are the cornerbacks because they affect the wide receivers. And you know it's it, that's how it's played. You got to be able to protect all of those guys. Honestly, you should be able to protect everybody that's out there. This game is already you know a tough brutal sport and if we can make the game safer in any way i'm all for it you know you want kids to play this game hell yeah i want my son to grow up in a, in a safe environment where he want to play this game and generations after that and after that so if we can make this game safer and make guys you know continue to have people um interested in football like hell we yeah. gotta have a, we gotta have a safe sport hell yeah aj maybe you shouldn't attack with everybody with your forehead yeah pal. try to put people in a hospital okay <laughs> maybe the game wouldn't be where it is yeah, okay, a guardian cap, exactly. You need one, maybe. Jeez, Louise. Uh, Connor has a question for you, Vaughn, then we'll let you go. No, you're very busy on this beautiful Wednesday or Thursday. Sorry about it. Yeah, Vaughn, looking ahead to some preparation for the Ravens. Is Isaiah McKenzie playing scout team quarterback, and you guys just running sideline to sideline to prepare for Lamar? No, no, we got we got Tavon Austin, you know, trying to do his best, you know, impression of Lamar Jackson. But honestly, like, you know, it's nobody like Lamar. It's, it's – <laughs> There's nobody that we can put back there. It's only it's only one Lamar Jackson, just like it's only one Josh Allen. Like, that's just how it is. And you know, it, all the things that he's going through, like from his contract and being able to put that out the way, like, you know, hats off to Lamar Jackson. Where he he definitely has to be the highest paid. Like, it's his turn. That's just how the league goes. Sorry. About when it. it was Patrick Mahomes' turn, he got paid. When it was Josh Allen's turn, he got paid. Russell Wilson is up there now. Like, you got Aaron Rodgers at the very top. Why? Come on, like. That's just Lamar Jackson just and honestly, whenever you do that for the next quarterbacks up after Lamar Jackson, for the Justin Herberts and the Joe Burrow, 
you want you want to continue to have the jump of the highest pay guy. You want to continue to have a jump because that just brings up the whole entire league. And it's not like we're just giving money away to Lamar Jackson. Like he's earned it. He's he's playing now. He's betting on himself. And he's going out there. He, he's not causing a, a a scene with his team. He's not holding out. He's not talking about it in the media. I can talk about it. You know, we're playing those guys. You know, I can talk about it. But <laughs> nobody's. You know, he's not he's not creating a distraction or doing anything. He's doing everything. He's doing everything the right way. And you know, um, I, I've always been for the league. I've always been trying to you know better the league. And it's just it's just his turn for sure. Yeah, I mean. The two quarterbacks that you said that are next, I do believe their teams are potentially the loudest to the Ravens saying, hey, we're not doing – Don't do it. Don't, yeah. Yeah, don't do it. But if, I like, you give him, if you give him 50, if you give him 55, then, then Justin Herbert come. He needs 60. And then, then Joe Burrow needs 65, and that's just how it goes. That, and then by, wait, goes. when you get there, Josh Allen's probably up again. That's yep. right. And then, go again. Then, then, <laughs> yeah. It just keeps on going. I mean, that's, that's how it is. Come on, that's how it is, man. Hey, 17 and a half million viewers is what the NFL is averaging this season for every single game. They just signed a $110 billion deal. That's only going to go up even more. They're going over to England. They got games in Germany. The money is just yodely, yodely, yodeling. It's been a topic of conversation on this show for the last few days, and I think it's hit the internet a little bit with a lot of ex-players. Is it time for the NFL to have all grass fields, do you think? And why do you think it hasn't happened just strictly from a guy who's been in the NFL for 12 years already? You know, this is, this is, a, this is a crazy um, topic um, because I was in a locker room probably, you know, two weeks ago talking about it. If you look at the English Premier League, you know, every field is grass. Everyone. And if you look at um, La Liga, Barcelona, FC Madrid, uh, Real Madrid, like all of those guys, they, they play on grass. And the crazy thing about it, when they come over here, they put grass on the turf fields for these guys to play on. And, um, of course, you know, owners can come up with all type of research saying that grass is just, you know, as supportive as, you know, uh, as field turf is just the same as grass. But we can obviously come up with our studies, too, that say grass is, is safer for guys to play on. And, honestly, we are the ones that's playing on it. And, our feedback is this is a better surface. It feels better, especially after games. Like your body's not aching, ankles are not aching. I think it's I think it's time for you know every field to be grass. And it was surprising to me that SoFi Stadium, which is the best stadium, and I honestly might be the best stadium in all of sports, wasn't wasn't a grass field. Like that's that's shocking to me. Like this stadium is I think it's six I think it's six billion dollars. Like something something outrageous. Like. It's time, it's time for every single field to be, you know, grass. And we can come up with ways. I know owners, they want to have concerts and they want to have events. We can just put a, a we can put a, a platform over the grass field and have the concert on top of that. Like, it's, it's an easy fix. Um, but I think it's, I think it's time. It's 2020. And I think football, I think football, we're the only ones. I think MLS plays on, MLS plays on. Uh, grass. On on turf, I mean, they play on astro, not astro turf, but uh, field turf as, as well. I think MLS does, and the NFL. Like, I think it's time. And I think some of these fields, like we share fields with some of these MLS, uh, these MLS clubs as well. So once the NFL goes all grass, and everybody will be all grass, I, th- I think it's time. I, you know, I me, mean, I'm up in age. I'm 12 years in, and you know, every time I play on, on on turf, you could just, you know, little aches here, and they last too. It's not like you, it's not like you get over it like in two or three days. Like it, it takes about three or four days to. You know, wear out, wear out some of that, that soreness. I know, AJ. You, you, did you feel the same way whenever you, whenever you played on, oh, on yeah. turf? 
yeah. ankles, feet, all of that stuff, knees, obviously, like just practicing on it. Just when your cleats stick in the ground, you cut so hard and it doesn't chunk up. Like that's why I think people get injured on field turf when your cleats stick in that turf and they don't. Normally, if you get hit on that leg, the grass is going to give and you're going to fall out. Now, your cleats are stuck. It's just kind of twisting. Boom. Yeah, like I think my ankles, especially in knees, yeah, it's, it's brutal. And all the big guys all wanted to practice on grass every day. And I know I'm probably I know I'm probably giving away money right here, but you know it's it's 2000 it's 2022. It it's got to be some type of super turf that you put water on it and it reacts the exact same way as grass. You know, you Elon water the astro turf, it it feels the exact same way, it moves the exact same way as grass. Now, if Dang we can God. come up with a product like that, you know that that I mean that that'd be something to talk about. You know, but. That's gonna cost a little bit more. That's gonna cost way more money than just putting grass down. Yeah, but it might save a lot of money in the future. You know, ah, that's right. The, you got to zoom out of the photo a little bit to see what really matters. What's really bringing you profit? Is it this, you know, couple hundred million dollar infrastructure you're gonna have to put in to put in the field turf and the grass so it's maintained and regulated and you can slide that underneath other surfaces that you have at Tottenham. Did you see that? You're talking about how when the soccer guys come over here, they put grass on top of it. Tottenham, yeah. they actually had a grass field and they said, get that fucking thing off of there. And they flipped up the turf fields for the NFL game. So they took the grass out of there and put an AstroTurf uh, field in there for the game or whatever. Mm. It's just like completely opposite. And it seems like it's unanimous. Every single player that has ever played in the NFL says, give us grass. It's a lot better. I will say a guy named Bryce, who was in his high school marching band, tweeted me yesterday and said that, honestly, with the right conditioning, you can't tell the difference. When I marched on turf and on grass, couldn't tell the difference. So there you go. And I love that guy. Yeah. Best. I love that guy hopping into the conversation as a high school band <laughs> yeah. person, and we appreciate all, all opinions. Oh, awesome. yeah. Sounds like there's only been one opinion, though, from players, and that's we need grass. Maybe the show will do the difference. Maybe Von Miller will. Certain future Hall of Famer. Good luck this weekend against the Ravens. We appreciate the hell out of you, dude. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. It's, this is enjoyable, man. It's the highlight of my week besides, you know, playing on games on Sunday, man. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Von Miller. Yeah, on. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to dive into... A man who's been coaching for four decades of football into the team meeting for the Miami Dolphins. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coach P's Keys. Yeah, Coach! Here we go. Let's go. Miami Dolphins team meeting room here. How do we win tonight, Coach? We go now. Right, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning Coach. Morning. So, great win um, Thank you. against the Bills. Yeah. Defense, 94 plays. I'm surprised you showed up to this meeting, to be honest with you. You should still be in bed. <laughs> Maybe we get off the field on third down, we'll be okay. Oh, hey, okay, yeah. we'll be Catch all right. Hey, look, so, huge game. Why is it a huge game? Next game. Next, Next game, game. all right? Don't pay attention to the record, okay? Don't pay attention to the record. I know we're 3-0 and and everybody's throwing all the flowers at us, all that stuff. Right. Road game, who day nation. Welcome to the jungle, all that stuff. One and two, but if you think about it, this team should be. They're two kicks away from 3-0, and right? In the opener, oh. they got a holder, snapper issue, bad snap, missed kick. All they need is the extra point to beat uh, the Steelers in the, in the opener, and, and they blow that one. And then Dallas kicks one at, at the end of regulations. They lose that one. So let's, uh, let's be on point. It's a short week. we got a tropical storm. 
you know, brewing out there. I don't know how that's going to affect us. I know some people up north, T's and P's, to all those people that may get affected by this. But yep. make sure you got your families yep. taken care of. Make sure your kids are good. Make sure your animals are good. Yeah. Coach. All right? Yes, coach. So I don't know whether it's going to affect us. Like what they're telling me right now is that we may have to leave early what? You know, on Wednesday. So if that's the case, we'll jump on the plane. We'll get up there. Um, we'll do our business. We'll go do a walkthrough over at the University of Cincinnati. Everything's going to be cool, all right? But, coach. But we got to, yes, sir. Coach, uh, University of Cincinnati, if we do a walkthrough there, uh, just just came to our mind. There's a chance that's an open-air stadium. Uh, people just videotape our entire watch. thing. We'll have a plan. Oh, okay. Oh. We've been down this road before, guys. Yeah, it's a great question. Thank you. We've been down this road before, and and uh, big brain that I have. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yale grad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've left Bush. some things on purpose. Oh. Some scripts. Oh. We have some, you know, dummy walkthroughs. Oh. So if that's the Real. case, so be it. We'll handle it. Great Hell question, yeah. though. Thank okay? you, Coach. I should have so, known. Okay, let's look at uh, the keys, offensive keys to victory starting out. Looking at this, uh, this Bengals defense, we're going to get those keys up there for you. Here we go. All right, so <laughs> excellent defense. Right now, currently ranked eighth in the National Football League in total defense. Whoa. They got Paisan from Sicily. All right, Lou Anarumo is yeah. a defensive coordinator. Dog. And he likes to bring the gobble ghoul. So you got to do it. Again, it's walkthrough all week. It's a short week. So you got to pay attention. You got to study a lot of tape. Four-three scheme. They have a penny package. All right. So you got to study the penny package. What this is is they're going to leave five bigs in the game, three big D linemen, two outside backers. Right. Ninety-one will be on your left, Armstead. All right. Little, you'll get number ninety-four, Hubbard and Hendrickson, two freaking game records. So we got to be on point there. One linebacker you'll get penny. fifty-five, Logan Wilson from Wyoming, another Wyoming grad, another great one out of there. Um, and out of Wyoming, and then, Coach? out of Wyoming, yes, sir. A great one. Yeah, who great else one. is from Wyoming? Yeah, there's a lot of great ones from there. I was probably the last great white safety out of, <laughs> out of, out of Wyoming. You know, so box safety, mind you, box safety. I'd come down, blow your ass Gritty. up. No yeah. coverage skills. Yeah. No Dog. coverage skills. Not Hard. scared. Not four, scared. Four nine forty. That, that'll that'll make you a box safety in a hurry. So anyway, so they've got this penny package. We got to be alert to it. They used it last week. Uh, versus Jets, first 12 personnel, so let's be on top of that. What must be patient? Take what they give you. Oh. Now, Tua, I know you're going to want to chuck this thing down the field. All right. Tyreek, speaking about Tyreek, where you at, Reek? Hey, Reek. So, do we have that deal, uh, Foxy? Yeah, I go. So. <laughs> So I'm just wondering, and some of your teammates are kind of wondering, because you got whole secondary, which is pretty, pretty damn good for you know the Bengals up in arms. Wow. Well, what was this all about? I mean, you, this shit started last year. <laughs> it's, it's up in the stuff. I know he threw you around, KC uh, game me. and the AFC Championship he game. Got so me back. Me back. I didn't even know who was playing this week, but as soon as I found out, it, it came out. Coach, it is what it is. All right, I like it. Be honest with you, I told you guys, let your light shine. Oh, you can yeah. be you. Yeah. You can be you, but you got to go off. You got to handle your cool. business. Y'all gave me eight. And handle the best on, business with the rest of these cats, right? So let's take what. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's go, Tyree. Let's go, Tyree. Kill him, Tyree. Get after his you like apple sucks. All right, so let's be patient, all right? They're going to play coverage. 
All right, we know what they did to you last year in KC. They're going to roll to you. They're going to try to take you and Waddle away. All right, so there's some other dudes said in the slot. You're going to have a big day. Got a chance to have a big day against old, uh, uh, Mike Hilton, who plays the nickel. He's number 21. Pay attention to that, number 21. Tight end, you got to play good too, Gusecki. You're going to have a chance. Get yourself a tutty in this. Hilton's a good now, player, Now, if we bring right, Craycraft up. Coach, Coach. Rip, huh? Hilton's a good player, right, Coach? Hilton's a good player. Just watch the tape. <laughs> no, just coach. watch the tape. I, I like him, but look, he gets in the slot. If you give him a little something, the line of scrimmage, you start running, especially these runaways, all right, across the field, because he's going to have outside leverage. Sometimes they play robber. Sometimes he's got a post safety. They like to play a lot of post safety on early downs. The runaways is where you get this guy. Okay. And we got too much damn speed. Yeah, all right? not take advantage too. of that. Protect Tua, all right? Hendrickson, public enemy number one, all right? Since. 2020, all right, he's third in the league in sacks. He's got 30, okay, 3-0. He's wow. got 30 of these some bitches. There's only two players better, better than him in sack totals in that time. That's T.J. Watt right. and right. Miles Garrett, okay? He's so this, this bitch can play. So let's make, let's make sure we do everything. And he's going to line up over here on this side, okay? He's going to be on the left side, their right side, okay? That's you, Taryn. You'll kick his ass, all right? So take care of him. Yeah. Hubs, good player. Wilson, we talked about. Secondary. So let's do a great job, okay? Again, you're going to get probably maybe this five down look, this penny package. What that does, it forces in a five down call. And if we don't have a tight end or a back chipping, they're way out to help on these two game records, 94 and 91. All right, that's a five down. That gives them a bunch of singles. So everybody's going to have to win, all right? No, they also so got there's like also a big injury, DJ Reader. Okay, DJ Reader has been ruled out for these dudes. Yes. He's a great player. I think he's number 98. So they, what they're going to do is they're going to plug in Josh Tupo. Okay, big, oh, po big Polly. Okay, oh, big Polly. Oh, so that's Connor. Where's Connor he's Williams? Where's Connor? Connor yeah. Will hey, Connor, 6'3", 340. He's got an ass about <laughs> seven axe handles wide, okay? I'm not worried. Okay. No DJ. Study reader. him. He hasn't been out there much, but get some tape. Hey, video guys, video guys, make sure we get Connor some extra videotape on Don't this cat, it. all right? Hey, I just learned about Big Ooze. Sounds like this is a guy we should be watching. How, how, what's six what? Six three, 340 freaking pounds. Jesus Christ. Right? Run that outside. Kick his ass. And, and, and look, look, he's getting an opportunity of a lifetime. Because DJ plays in there, he's got limited reps. You know how this goes when a guy gets an opportunity, especially a 6'3", 340-pound poly. Plan on, him go, plan on him going off, right? Ooh, about to so do we got to do a great job here. The other thing they do a great job is this pressure package they got. All right? He'll give you a little double mug stuff on third down. If we can stay out of third and long, we'll get a four-man rush. But if we get in third and seven plus, you're going to get both backers up in the A-gaps, giving you all those looks. We're going to have a... You know, do a great job communicating, identifying the mic, turning the protection in the correct direction. So let's do a good job. Make sure we protect Tua. We protect him. Tua. Yeah. Where you at? Yep. Hey, so the back, the head, the, the, no, the back. Yeah. How's the back and the ankle? Oh, everything's good. It was just my back. Okay. It wasn't a lot my of head. treatment. Okay. Wasn't just my the, head. Just the lower, right? Yeah. That's just, what, okay. just my back. It's tough okay. injury. Excellent. So let's make sure we do a great job there, getting a ton of treatment. All right. All walk through stuff. So a lot of mental. Coach, and then ready, yeah. AJ sleeping in the meeting. <laughs> Coach, I got a question for you. No, 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 no. Make him run laps. Coach, this is this up. should be less of a Bring collaborative effort, right? 
We should let you go and let you present the facts before we start butting in and and making dumb comments, correct? Oh, thanks, AJ. Welcome. We do have a short week. Yes. And time is of the essence. (laughs) Okay. So I I don't disagree, AJ, but, you know. Thank you, Coach. Trying to win a game. Yeah, I know. I know. Fuck up, AJ. Stop with with the Eddie Haskell shit, too. Okay. (laughs) AJ. So, okay, Red Area success. They're eighth right now. They do a good job right there in the Red Area. Expect some bracket coverage. I would, I would suspect down there that they're going to probably try to take away Tyreek, right? Double him. Maybe Waddle, double you. All right, then, shoot, we may just bring frickin' River, River Phoenix or River Craycraft, yeah. whatever your name is, River. I know you've been on the practice squad two All million right, times. Dog. Right? Bring your ass up and throw you a touchdown pass. Well, yeah. Okay, hey, you know, River, River, River Craycraft. Craycraft. Gets in that zone. Yeah. Got two tuds. Yeah. He's been cut River, 50 times. River, we appreciate times. you, man. We appreciate you. You've been through hell, to hell and back, believe me. Plus six. All right, let's go to the next page. Okay, the defensive keys, all right? Three-headed monster, Chase, Boyd, Higgins, all right? Got to take care of these. these. All these dudes can play. We know that, right? Yes, Got to do a great job there. Pressure Burrow. Look at the, listen to these, all right? 55 sacks given up in 2021. Then they went out and said they're going to revamp the offensive line. They brought in Collins, they brought in Kappa, and they Hi. brought in Karras. Collins, Kappa, and Karras. Dogs. Collins, Kappa, Karras. Okay? Collins, How's that Kappa, worked Kappa. out? How's that worked out to this point? Now, I suspect suck. these guys are going to be ready, and they're going to block their ass off on Thursday night, right? But this leads the league right now, giving up 15 sacks. Joey B's running for his life. This dude can play. You guys know it. You've watched the tape. All right? He can run. He can move. He's had to, mm-hmm. to try to stay alive. But he can, he can extend plays. He Hell does yeah. a great job of maneuvering around in the pocket. And if he's got to run for the first down, he'll run for the first down. All right? But he's looking to try to get the ball and matriculate the damn thing down the field to these playmakers. Right? And don't forget about Hayden Hurst. I don't have him up there, and that's really disrespectful. But count on them throwing to old Hayden, especially down in the red area. We I'd need love to him try to do that. He's a right? dog. You need right. a new jump. End the half, end the game. Coach. So what do I mean there? End the half, end the game, execute. That's two <laughs> minute right there. All right. This offense a year ago, 85 percent. All right. Scoring average. All right. End the half, end wow. the game. Damn. Was top top two or three in the National Football League, and they're doing it this year again. So they do a great job there. And then special teams. What are we looking for? Special teams, right? All right. Punt pro. Okay. Punt pro. Had an issue. <laughs> Okay, had an issue. We did. Big one. I don't know if that's a brain or an ass crack, but anyway. <laughs> where's Trent? Trent? Right here, Coach. Come on, Trent. Icing that thing? Yeah. Okay. You went to Vandy, right? Yeah, great school. Academic, academic school? Mm-hmm. Okay. With only 11 fucking yards <laughs> to punt the football, I would highly recommend that you don't back up fucking next time. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Got it, Chris. Damn. Two-point victory in a close game like that? AFC division game? East division game? Come on, man. A lot of people are saying it was okay, more steps. Look, all, all right, just keep icing that freaking thing, all right? Don't back up. <laughs> His balls or what? Okay, so Taylor. Ice, yes, this, hey, this punt returner, we got to hunt him. 6'5", 181 pounds. He's a twig. Twig. He's a bean pole. You're exactly right. Hell yeah. And if we lay the wood on this thing, he'll go that way and the ball will go that way and it'll be a turnover for us. All right? And then we're going after Caladonimitas. Okay? Another Greek player. We've got a lot of Greek center in the National Football League. Good. Hey, this, guy's a, this guy's a Pittsburgh guy. Oh. Wow. All right? 
He won, he won whatever the award was, 50 straight games he started at the University of Pitt. They signed him as a free agent. They had their issues. They lost uh, what's-his-face, all right, in the first game of the year. Mark. Yeah. All right. Name yeah, was faces. that his name? Yeah, Harris. you guys, good job. Harry, yeah, Harris. Yeah. Great face. Harry, his first name. Okay, so they lost him, and they brought this guy up from the practice squad. We got him red-dotted for a reason. Why do you think that is? Reed? He stinks. Are you giving shit up? What? Is he trash? Is he sorry? We don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah. That's exactly right. We're going to find out. We're going to check his oil. Oh, all right. Man. So let's get something. Check let's get oil. something planned yeah. for this dude. Check all right. What's check his name? Oil, again, AJ. Guys, Pop it on in there. Let's take a look. <laughs> yep. uh -huh. We got a couple plays I want to show you guys. <laughs> then we got to get out and we got to get to our. Hey guys, guys. I know we're three and zero. Oh, there's a lot of jocularity right now. All right. Sure. Good word. We got a game in three days. Yeah. And we're giggling and fucking around. <laughs> it's AJ, coach. All it takes is one. It's Hawk. You're sitting there three and one. It's not us. It's Hawk. Hawk? Get your oil checked, Ty. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look. All right. <clears throat> I got my man on the iPad. Is he awake? Is he good? Is he crying? What's he doing? All right, let's I take a look. Who did we say, who we say was the game wrecker? Who we say was the game wrecker? Hendrickson. Okay. What number is he? 91, Coach. Excellent. Excellent. No gloves. Let's take a peek right here. There we go. Got him circled. Okay, so last oh. week for the Jet. Okay, that's on you, Armstead. You got oh, that, all right? Yes, Don't let sir. this dude wreck the game. Don't let this dude wreck the game. Mm. You see him playing tight coverage in the back end. They're going man up. Jets Don't let him wreck things. the game. Next play, please. Play, Trey. Great. Okay. Next play, please. I think. This looks I don't that, know if I'm controlling that. Let's see. Let's see if it's the next play or not. We... <clears throat> With this storm and everything Same play. brewing, I think it's messed with our audio-visual yep. stuff right now. So. They're working back here. They're wor okay, I appreciate that. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Boom. Got a ball hawk in secondary. Okay, remember we got who we got on the outside. We got a woozy. Yeah. We got Apple. We got Bates and Bell back there. And we got Hilton in the slot. Check out <clears throat> a woozy here, number 22. Good player out of the University of Colorado. We got to do a great job running these routes. They're going to chuck the ball up. All right. Chuck the ball up. We've got to make the play. Make sure we get open. That's how they're going to try to cover you, Reek. That's how they're going to try to cover you, Watch. Let's do a they great job, all right? They've got good Reek. players back there. Let's make sure, especially these 50-50 balls, let's go win these. That's good right there. Let's go on to the next play. That's a pretty good player there, too, right? He's trying to throw, too. Yeah. Devontae? Yeah, Come pretty on, good player. Yeah. I think yeah. they just paid him a huge bag, right? Hundred so. green bag. Over, in, over Las Vegas. Hunter and some. Yeah, hope he's saving it. It's not working out 0-3. <laughs> okay, let's go on. Next play. Yeah, offense. Okay, let's take a look at their game records, right? Check out 83 right here. Check out Boyd in the slot. Okay, go ahead. Good player. Oh, he's good player. Oh, oh, he's gone. Can we wrap up? Got to wrap him he's up. Coach. Bill? Got you, Coach. Bill, Bates, can we wrap up? Yep. Yes, sir. Come coach. on, man. I know this whole helmet-to-helmet stuff, UH, all that stuff. Get him in the strike zone. Blow the head and the neck above the waist. All right? Put your shoulder pad in there. Keep your eyes up. See what you hit, and let's wrap this guy up. They're going to catch a few passes on us. They're going to catch a few. But you got to staple their ass to the ground. No yards after catch. Let's go. Can't have it. Can't have that. Bonus. Okay. Make them go the long, hard way. Next play, please. Mm. Thank you. 
Got a good feeling that there's the next play. Excellent. Audio visuals coming through. IT's coming through. Storm surge. Here we go. All right, so go ahead. What did we talk about earlier? Movement in the pocket. Huh? What did we plays. talk about number nine? He can do what? If we could run that back, please, coach. If we could run that back to the beginning. Hell yeah. Okay. That's the fastest and Check this thing, all right? <laughs> Just make sure, all right? He does a great job in the pocket. He'll slide. He'll move. He can go through his progressions. He's got great arm strength. He's got a huge brain. He sees the entire field, and he likes to move around. He can scramble, but he's looking to push the ball down the field. Watch him here. Oh. To number one. Number one game record, right? Wow. Jamar Chase. the end of the half coach that ain't gonna and what we talk about and a half and a half, half finish we talked about finishing hey look thank you for that that was excellent on the tape way to go lucky success success three and oh right yeah. huge win over the bills mm -hmm. you know on sunday there in the heat all right huge win success sometimes is much harder to handle than failure Right? You got the entire media, you got the entire world, social media, whatever it is, national media, throwing all these flowers at us. Throwing all those flowers at you, telling me, hey, what a great, you know, huge brain I have, and, you know, I'm the favorite nerd of all nerds now, and, and all that shit. You guys are great players. You know, go ahead and listen to all that shit. Go ahead and read all that shit. Go ahead and pat yourself on the back. Okay. Take your foot off the gas. Get a little bit complacent, and guess what happens? Get our ass, ass kicked. kicked. Get your ass kicked. That's exactly right. Stay humble and stay hungry. Let's have a great few days of preparation and go up there and kick their ass. Hell yeah, Hell coach. Yeah. Coach. Your meeting. Hell yeah, yeah coach. coach. Hell yeah. AJ, I know you're sleeping through most of that. Feel yeah. like I got a lot of good stuff out of it, AJ. Any questions for Coach before we head to individual meetings, pal? Coach, you understand. You see the tone these guys are coming at me with. Obviously, I'm remote, but I was dialed in. I paid attention to everything. I can't wait to go win the game. Thank you. Appreciate you, AJ. Oh, fuck off. Appreciate you. Haskell Pat. earlier. Someone was smoking yeah. dope in there, too. The Eddie, oh, no. the Eddie Haskell. Not in the team meeting room. That's a fine. No snitch, what? AJ. Exactly. Thank you, D-Butt. What type of I team mean, we run in here? This yeah. guy stinks. What are we snitch. doing? To my left, your right. College football national champion, Super Bowl champion, all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, a toxic menace, <laughs> AJ Hawk. Yeah! Hey Jay, how you doing, pal? Great to be on the program. Cannot wait for Coach Chuck. This is going to be awesome. Hell yeah, Coach P's Keys coming up in about a second or two. The Toxic Tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Darius J. Butler had to hop on a plane to go do NFL matchups with ESPN and NFL Films. We appreciate all his services, obviously, the last two days. The boys in the back have been fantastic. And now it is time to head into the team meeting room for the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday with the Cincinnati Bengals. Coach P's Keys for victory with our guy, Chuck Pagano. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah. How since you gonna win this game? Hmm. What do they need to look at? Let's dive in a little deeper. Hell yeah. To team meeting with Coach Biscuits. Hi, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning Coach. Coach. Morning. Good to see everybody. Um, obviously, great plane ride home. Great win. It's good to get off the snide. Wish we had more time to celebrate, uh, hmm. but we don't. We got a short week. Okay. We got a hot Miami team, uh, undefeated, 3-0, coming to town. So we got to be on our P's and Q's. We know it's not going to be a physical week. You know, these short weeks, it's all, it's all walk through, it's all mental. So we got to do a great job 
of jumping on the tape. So I'm going to go through. We're going to uh, take a look at this, uh, this Miami team, offense, defense, and special teams, and figure out what we need to do as far as the keys to beating this club. All right? Hell yeah. So, let's go. Yeah, so let's yeah. look Coach. at this thing. 3-0. and All right. Offensive keys. Let's get the run game going. Yeah. All right. We've got Joe. Joe. Can you still tote the rock, Joe? Goddamn right, Coach. So let's, let's devise a plan. And here's the bottom line when you look at it. This the defense right now for the Dolphins, okay, they're ranked 31st in the National Football League right now. Now, granted, they've had the Bills. They've played the Ravens. Right. right they've played the Pat, uh, Patriots, excuse me. So they've played some good offenses. Yeah. You know, the first two that I Amen. mentioned I think are pretty good. Yeah. I don't know about the last one. Coach. You know where they're at right now? Hey, just pay attention and write some stuff down, all right? Coach, I don't need you. Come on, Just because you were born and raised up there, you're a Bengal now. Patriots Act like it. All right, so 20th first the run. They're giving up 4.97 a rush, all right? Third down, they're 29th in the national foot. Red zone, they're 19th. They run a base 4-3. We've got to get this run game going. And I'm telling you right now, McDaniel stood up in his team meeting, and he talked about the offensive line. They talked about... Kappa and Kara, they talked about you guys, and they talked about, hey, you know, revamp this, that, and the other, but they also talked about us not generating anything on the ground, and they talked about us not being able to protect our quarterback. Hmm. You guys think I'm lying about that, or you think that's true? No, I think that's it's true. true. You guys are damn good freaking football players. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's come off the damn ball, all right? Let's devise us a plan. All right, to block the shit out of these dudes. They got some guys. They got Ingram. They got Ogba. They got Phillips, kid from Miami. Right. Holland's a rising star in this yeah. league. Yeah. Javon Holland, he is a rising star. He'll go get the ball. Now, he's a ball hawk, all right? Howard, we know X Howard. He's a great player. He's been around for a long time. Brandon Jones is a heck of a player. They got big John Jenkins at the nose. They run a 3-4. I had him in Chicago back he's in the day. He can stuff the run. But we can come off the ball. We got to get the run game going. We got to get the game going. In Chicago, Zach? Long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Long time ago. Is that where the cup with McVeigh was? That's what Dick and them. That's what I was back doing. He was playing. Yeah, I don't know. You got to look that thing up. Handle the pressure. So let's handle the pressure. So, what kind of pressures do they run, you guys ask? Joey, what does ZD stand for? What type of pressure is that? God, are we not learning anything? Joey, are we zone, not touching? Joey. That's a zone dog. Zone dog. That's a zone dog, all right? <laughs> that ends up being five rushers, three underneath, three deep coverage. Three underneath, two deep third players, a middle post player, all right? Two seam flatters who become number two, okay, on the outside, and a three receiver hook guy. Man dogs, it's the same thing. It's five rushers, but now they're going to play man with a post safety behind it, and then zeros. Nobody pressures more than these dudes. Okay, they love to bring it, and they love to play zero. And they're going to be a flat, straight line across. We'll watch some tape later. You'll be able to identify this stuff, Joe. All right, and if we identify it, we get it blocked up, we give them just enough time, and then we let our guys hunt, our three dudes, all right, we'll kick the shit out of these dudes. Right. And then let's take advantage of this, all right? Let's take care of the ball. Let's keep it and take it away. They're plus two in the turnover margin right now. They're doing a good job there. Let's move on to the next slide. Talking about, okay, their offense. I think this is, they're doing a really good job. McDaniel's come in there, and do we have those stats on Tua? Supposedly Tua, you know, had no arm talent. Right. Wasn't accurate. No. All this trash was being talked about him. 
And you look at where two is right now, guys. These are just facts. I'm not making this shit up. No. You get on the internet and you can pull up these stats, right? Completion percentage, first. What? Passing TDs, first. What? QBR, second. What? Yards per attempt, second. What? The dude's balling. Go back to the other slide. So we got to make sure we do a great job. We got to be good on early downs. All right, we got to be good on early downs and then get them into throwing situations and then hunt his ass with our dudes, all right? Tyreek, Waddle, we know those two guys. Game, frickin' records. The Cheetah, all right? Waddle, we know it, right? Apple, it's you got coach. this, right? It's and I love the coach. fact that, hey, he came out, talked some trash, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't say nothing, but your teammates. Yeah, hell yeah. Your teammates. Hey, fuck this they guy. Said, hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And we're gonna put, we're not gonna cross the line, but we're gonna take it right to the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna play within the framework of the rules. Dance on the line. You understand me? Mm -hmm. Okay, but we're gonna take care of business. All right, come Thursday night. Okay, okay, calm down. Stay with me. Just hang in there. Stay with me. We'll get to our unit meetings here in a second. AJ, stay with us. Sorry, Curtis. Right, here we go. Right. So those two guys. So what's it gonna take? This offense, McDaniel comes from the Shanahan tree. So there's a bunch of eye candy. We got to be disciplined with our communication and our eye discipline. You know when you leave your, uh, you drop your luggage at the airport, you're traveling, yep. you put it down for one second, you turn around, mm -hmm. you may go to the sundry shop, you may go to the, the deal, get a bottle of water, a bag of chips, some peanuts or something, mm -hmm. then you come back, you took your eyes off your luggage, where is it? Gone. It's gone. Someone stole it. Above. That thing's gone eyes, to Milwaukee. Gone. Right. Keep your eyes on your luggage, all right? <laughs> so we got to do a great job of this. Pre-snap. 70% and higher motion, most in the National Football League. Post-snap, so here comes one dude, across the formation, could be Walla. Here he comes, across the formation. <laughs> then it's the cheetah. You can't even see him, he's so fucking fast. He's through with the deal. Then they snap the ball, then you got another one coming here, you got this dipsy do. you got the reverse. They got all that shit they to try to confuse you. So know your alignment, your assignment, and your key. Next three days of walk, alignment, assignment, key, and focus on those keys and don't get screwed up by all the eye candy and all the distractions that they have. All right? Otherwise, you're going to get sideways. They're going to turn you around like a dial damn telephone, and you won't know where the fucking football is. That's going right? to happen to you. So let's do a, no great, let's do a great job there. You Here's too. the other That's thing. Guy. Ingold. His coach. Do I have him up there? Yeah. Why is this guy important? The fullback coach. Gritty. He's the fullback. All right? So here's the key right here. Okay, so for everybody that's listening and watching in this room, in this meeting, all right, I don't care if you're damn making the eggs, all right, dumping the damn trash. What? When they go 21 personnel and they put angle, they put 30 in the backfield, and what Shanahan does is this. They got concepts. They got zone schemes. They got gap schemes. They go scheme runs. They're going to look at our front. They're going to look at the matchups, and then that McDaniel, what he did in San Fran, he's going to scheme up these runs to take advantage of these, uh, these matchups. All right, so here's 30's going to be out here and empty. Nobody's going to be in the backfield except the quarterback and that running back. And it may be a two-by-two two or three-by-one. And then he's going to go like this, Tua. So he's going to come back in. Let's say this is the center. Hey, Connor, come on up here for a second. Yes, coach. Real quick, come can, on, you on, get on. can you get out of there? Check. Hold on, today, 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 well, today. You're good. Today. Let's say you're the center, okay? Tua's oh, yeah. right here. So here Keep comes 30. Coach. He drifts back in the backfield. Okay? Get a belt, oh, man. I can see your damn ass crap. Put your butt up, Con. Okay. Put your butt up. Okay, so here we go. So he drifts right here. The tight end's over here. This is a far set. 
Okay, if he drifts right over here to the tight end side, this is a near set. I near, I far. Quarterback could be under center. All right, so thank you. Todd, get back I appreciate there. that. We need to thank look. You. We need to look, Todd. Go ahead and get back, all right? So <clears throat> why do I tell you all that? The fullback, write this down. Write this down. Get back to your pen, seat, right? No pen. I got it. Thank you. How many years you been in? How many years you been in the league? A couple. That's embarrassing. I know we got home late. I know we had a great time on the plane ride. But by God, SAT score though. Come in here with a frickin' pen, please. That's embarrassing. Okay, so where was I? So the fullback, he's going to take you to the ball. He's going to take you to the ball. So they got. Remember what I said? They had zone schemes and they got gap schemes. Scheme run team. So he stops an eye far, and all of a sudden the tailback starts to go this way. Tua starts to hand the tailback, but the fullback comes over here, and there's a pulling guard. Guess where the ball's going? Over there. Fullback's going fullback. over here. That's where it's going. He's on this side. All right? Tua starts action here. He stays on this side. Where's the ball going? This stays side. front side. All right? If he starts the action this way, and he starts to come back this way, it could be a split zone. All right, that ball's going to start here, get everybody running this way, get everybody outside their gap, cut them all off, and then cut the damn thing back. So let's pay attention. Let's do a great job of studying this dude and knowing where this cat's at, okay? Everybody good? No Coach. explosive. No explosive. Did everybody watch the, uh, the Ravens game? Yes, Coach. Yes, Coach. Uh, you had a chance to check that out yet? Okay, so make sure we do a good job of this, right? 21 points in the fourth quarter. 21 points in the fourth quarter. They're explosive as hell. Keep everything in front of you. Deep is the deepest, wide is the widest. All right, and then another, it was 28 total. All right, they beat them in overtime, I think, and scored 28 points. And then finish. Obviously, they're doing a great job. They're outscoring their opponent 35 to 5 in the fourth Jeez. quarter. We got to finish. We got to start fast and we got to finish. Special teams, real quick. All right, you see their specialists, right? Sanders, right, the kicker, Morstead, really good punter. Well, Mozart, returning kicks, right? Bob Bond. All right, so we got to do a great job there. Let's make them go the distance. All right, in the National Football League over the last 20 years, all right, if they've got to go 90 yards, okay, they only score field goals like 11% of the time and touchdowns a little bit underneath, under that, about 9% of the time. Field okay, that's not very that. good, so Man. field position is huge. And then Duvenay, you watch the special teams tape, he took one to the house 103 yards against them. All right, when they played the, when they played the Ravens. So we got to get us a house call. We got to score. All right, on special teams. Okay, let's go to the tape. Hell yeah. Let's go to the tape. All right. All right, we got some great looks here. Okay, what do we say about this Dolphin defense? They like to do what? Blitz. Pressure. They like to blitz. They like to pressure. Zone dogs, man dogs, Ooh. zero blitz. Right now, okay. Go ahead and do me a favor on this one. Let's highlight. Just a little line here. Can we see this picket fence that we have right here? So we call it, that's amazing. Wow. So what they're doing, okay, is they're all playing flat foot zero technique. Right now, they can bail, and we'll look at a, a snap later on. But right now, they're sending one, two, three, four, five, six guys. Can you accentuate that? So these six rushers, how many blockers do they have right five, now? Five, coach. So they got five, rush, five blockers. So we outnumber them by one. Would that be correct? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the whole idea is when you play this flat foot technique, you get inside leverage, you put your inside foot back, and you're just sitting there because the ball, all right, if they don't bring anybody else back into the unit, into the core to protect, we're going to get one guy free. We don't know who it is. These guys don't know who it is. So they all have to come off the ball initially till they determine what the blocking scheme is. 
Most times they're gonna, we're going to turn it either all the way to the left or turn it all the way to the right and let one of the outside guys come free. It's the furthest away from the quarterback. It makes sense, right? Okay, so now they bring 88 back in. And if you set it down right when he comes back in, right, who's responsible in coverage for 88, do you guys feel? Number 29, Coach. Would the guy be coming into the film with him? That's exactly right. So now, how many blockers do they have now? Six. How many rushers do they have? Seven. Six. Excuse me? Seven. Six, excuse me. Okay, no, they have six still. Okay, so now can they pick this up? Yes. They yes. can pick this up. So the key is this. If they do this, all right, okay, and we do this, and the guy that's responsible for this guy doesn't come across and add right now to the pressure, all right, we don't gain the advantage. Watch what happens. So he doesn't do that. They get a guy free, but they give him just enough time for Allen, and we'll do this for Joey B, to get this ball off and make a big play. Wow. Okay, let's go to the okay. next one. Now let's talk about, hey, so when you don't protect and you don't do a great job and you don't communicate, this is the havoc they can wreak. What are we expecting here, fellas, when you look back here and we see a picket fence? Blitz. What kind of blitz? Zero. 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 Okay, let's check it out. When you see them all back there in a straight line in a picket fence and they're all just sitting there flat-footing, anticipate zero and anticipate all these guys coming. So now go ahead and run that back. Highlight the right side of this right here. Okay, so they bring this guy back across. So right now, okay, Buffalo, and we'll do some of this. We'll get in some seven-man protection. They got the five offensive linemen. They got the tight end and the back end. All right, so there's three. So there must be eight what? to gain an advantage. Rushers. Eight rushers against seven blockers. Go ahead and run it. So who screws this thing up? Oh boy, left tackle right here, okay? He's on the turnstile. He misses the snap count. It's loud. It's gonna be loud at our place, all right? He can't hear this damn thing because they're on the road. And here comes a guy off the left edge and we got a sack fumble. Okay, this defense is good. They've been blitzing like this for a long time. All right, Josh Boyer and that crew down there, the defensive coordinator, they do a great job. We got to respect that. Go ahead to the next play, coach. Okay, so let's check out this right here. All right, so Brandon Jones, number 25, 29, excuse me. Him and Holland, right, number eight, rising star, rising star. Let's check it out. So he's coming down. Can you get from the start and highlight him from his position from the start? Oh, uh, from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning, before he moves. No, nope, I think Okay, so it. initially on the tape, he's sitting right here, and we got the middle closed. So it just looks like eight-man spacing, all right? They got a heavy box here. They got single high, and it looks like they're playing man on the outside. Looks like he's got him man-to-man, -man, right? And between these two linebackers, whichever way this guy comes out, they're going to pick up the remaining back. So as soon as he starts to creep, and the coaching point for 29 is I know that this Boyer is telling this guy, Look at the play clock. Because on offense, Joey B, our guys, what we try to do is, is we try to get you out of the huddle early enough so you can do some dummy stuff and get some ID stuff going on. Yeah. And figure out and get this guy all right, to show his hand. But if we don't do a good job of that and we don't get you the play in time, all right, then this ain't going to happen. So he's doing a great job of watching the play clock. As soon as he starts to shimmy his way up here, if we can get him to show this early, all right, that's going to be to our benefit. Okay, but he does a great job. They catch Mac Jones and the Patriots off guard. Now, you tell me, do you guys like this picture? No. no. Can we be better than this on yes, Thursday coach. night? Absolutely we can. 
because we're going to study it. We're going to get to the line of scrimmage. We're going to do enough with our, with our motions and things to ID this stuff before it happens so we get this thing picked up. Sack fumble. Can't oh. have this. Ingram picks it up. Tud. Tuddy. All right. This is their thing. That's a, yes, it is their thing. Watch the tape. What did I try to? I've just been telling your I, ass I, that they blitz more than anybody else, and you're sitting there saying, hey, this, you just woke up. Hey, this is their thing. Hey. Well, fuck yeah, coach, it's their thing. I'm just starting to realize. Yeah, yeah I bet, right, bro. Light bulb's going on, coach. I'm sorry, Jeez. but I'm excited. We got a chance to get to two and two. Hell yeah. And beat an undefeated freaking football team. Need in the football league on prime time. On prime, what is it? Prime, prime. Amazon. Amazon. Bezos. White yeah. bangle uniform. <laughs> Boom. Let's go. New unis. Right, let's go. Let's see the next one. Doing a hell of a job on that thing. Yeah. Do they have playmakers on offense? Yes, yes coach. Do they got some? Do they have a cheetah? Yes, yes coach. Sir. They have a cheetah. What number is he? Ten. He's coach. number ten. Do they have a penguin? Yes, yes. coach. What's his name? Jalen Waddle. What's his jersey number? Seventeen. Seventeen. Let's check it out. I don't know if that's All right. So stop it right there, please. All right, so it looks like we got simple quarters coverage here in the back end, a little umbrella shell defense. All right, going to have some type of four-man rough, maybe a little zone pressure, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, left corner here. I'm not going to mention any names, right? Left corner here, this is 10. He can run, okay? He can run. So you can pedal for like maybe a half, two steps, right? But if he comes off screaming, open your damn hips and start running your ass off. And keep his ass in front of you. And then if you got the post, if you got the post, be in the post. I don't care. Hey, Bill, Bates, I don't care. Whichever one, whichever one we're bringing down, if that guy's going, whoever's got the middle, middle third, get your ass deep. Watch what happens here. Exactly. Okay, so watch what happened. So they bring, watch, they bring these two guys, boom. Get it picked up. That guy's got seam flat. He's got three receiver hook. He's seam flat. I just described this coverage to you guys. What type of pressure does that end up being by the Baltimore Ravens right there? ZD. That's a ZD. That'd be a zone dog. Three under, three deep. ZD touch. Watch what happens. Run that back real quick, please. Watch what happens to <clears throat> left corner right here. And the, and the post safety rookie right here, post safety. He gets caught short. Oh, that oh guy, no. we call that getting stepped on your toes, all right? If the fastest man on the planet, and certainly in the National Football League, if you're still in your back pedal and, he's, and you can smell his damn breath, your ass is toast. <laughs> Get the fuck out of your back pedal. Three yards. With this dude, it's five yards. Touchdown. Easy. They're Can't gonna, have he's it. A play. We've, how many highlights do we need to show you guys? All right, to trust us on this, that that cheetah can run. Next one, please. I, I sent him tickets to the Super Bowl, Coach. <laughs> yeah. He didn't show. Anybody clear that with me? I don't think we asked. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Zach. I, I guess we just got guys going rogue, do whatever they – I don't understand. Okay, let's <laughs> your run team, this. Coach. Okay, Seven where's tours. Waddle on this one? <laughs> where's Waddle on this one? In motion, Coach. Thank you. Way to pay attention. Hell yeah. Here we go. Okay, so run it back. So obviously a little ID deal right out of the Dolphins. All right, so they're bringing this guy over. Here he goes. What do you think Armour, uh, whatever Davis I think his name is, rookie from Alabama. All right, who do you think he has man-to-man? -man? Waddle. 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 Okay, and he's a rookie, right? He played one year in college. Came out as a junior. One year at Bama. That's all the experience he had. Old choice. Okay, though. we have a couple young guys 
Play them for us in the, young, in the back end. All right? Don't, hey, they're going to red dot dudes. They're going to circle dudes and say, okay, we're going to stay away from that guy. We're going to stay away from that guy, but we're going we're to go after this matchup. That's just the National Football League. Okay? It's not for everybody. Okay, so he goes across. They run a little pick seam right here. He's going to end up running a pivot route, and he's got his eyes where? Downfield. Downfield. No. We call it IF and the quarterback. Watch him right as soon as this pivot route. Okay, go ahead, run it. Stop. Where's his eyes? Oh, I too, oh, Coach. Gotcha. He's IF and the quarterback. Get your eyes on your luggage. You leave your luggage at the airport, okay, unattended. It's gone. It's gone. Watch what happens here. They got everything else nutted. Uh, but you got to do your job. Next play. Great ball. That that luggage is going Milwaukee. That's right. Can't have that. Big plays. We got to take care of ten. We got to eliminate. Okay, so now, this is leading into our final segment. Okay. Hell yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Okay. So. Yes. And that's who wins. And why? Are we good with that? Well, right now it's us. Bengals. Yeah, we're gonna win, Coach. Yeah. And why is that? Because of what you're about to break down. No, here. it's Preparation. because, hey, look. Abe Lincoln said, you give me six hours to chop down a tree. Yes. Fucking sharpen that axe for I'm going to spend four minutes. hours sharpening my axe. Oh, yeah. Two okay, hours? You got that? Four hours. So let's just sharpen our axe, all right, hours. and do what we need to do and prepare for this, some bitch. Then we'll have some damn axe. fun in Who Day Nation. Hell, Hell yeah. Okay? So now. Yeah. Four hours sharpen that thing. Ah. Yes. God damn it. Okay, sorry. Okay, now, here's why we're going to win. Okay. Here's why. Hell yeah. What coverage we got, fellas? Zero. We got zero. What's the giveaway? The fence <laughs> up there. We got at the big fence, fence in the back end. Flat everybody rooted. else right here, right? So this is brilliant. So these two guys have which two guys, do you think? Number two and number three. They got number two and number three, and you count outside in. There's number one. This guy just sitting here going like, I'm off the hook. <laughs> There's no way. They got these two in a tight alignment. Okay, so if I'm these two guys right here, and I know we're sending all this pressure, we're sending one more than they can protect, we better communicate something. Right? Yes, Coach. Yes. On the other side? They're not going to. So what we're going to do, because it's a damn copycat league, and this mic, this ear thing, all right, I need to talk to the damn IT people yeah. and the internet people because yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. I love you guys, and I kill right, for you. I take yeah, the first hour, that first hour, absolutely screwing you, Coach. We've got to get this shit fixed. That first team meeting okay? was awesome. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, so, Coach. They don't anyway, spend any money around here. So we're going to communicate this to our dudes, and when we see this look, all right, it's a copycat league, right? Yep. Yes, Coach. So we're putting this in. I don't care if we're – Third and seven, third and eight, or we're down here in the red area. We put this in. Watch what happens here. Watch the protection, first of all. Run it back, please. Oh. If you can stop it right there. Okay, so they're bringing one more, right? But they don't know. That's why on, Boyer and those guys are telling those guys, everybody's got to come like you're not going to get blocked. And most of the big guys inside, what they do is they feel like, because of the protection, they're going to slide right or they're going to slide left, that they're going to get blocked. And sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Not everybody's on the same page. We're going to be. So what happens here is they slide this thing, and if you watch it from the beginning, 
All right, if you watch this from the beginning, he starts to attack, okay, the outside hip, the outside number of this guy right there. That's two steps this way, right? Instead of firing in that gap straight ahead, no fair dodging, it just buys him just enough time. He drifts away. They run the pick route. Go back one time. They run the pick route. Miami don't communicate. Now, I'm going to assume that they're going to try to get this fixed, but we're going to find out. Yeah. We have to find out. Okay? I'm going to assume these two guys are going to communicate. And, yeah, in and out call and or something, right, Coach? Those guys are going to tell them, hey, look, we need to pass this off. Otherwise, we score. Next one. I got one more. Now, they're going to give you these same looks and these same appearances, right? So go back. So they got two linebackers up right here, right? How, what's the difference in the back end right here? No fence, Coach. So you got no, you got no fence, right? So you got one guy up. Okay, who looks like he's playing man on this guy. You got two deep safeties over here. You got a nickel back right here, and you got another corner that's up. First thing is to always check the nickel. Okay, always check the nickel. His depth is usually at five yards, and he's usually jacking around in here. If you ever see him, okay, Joey, you ever see him start to bail out of there a little bit soon. So in this picture, I'm going to be him. So he's looking here. You're going through your cadence, and he's starting to get some depth. You know why he's starting to get some depth? because he's got a deep part of the field to cover. So he's going to give that away early. He has to. If he stays right here and tries to turn and run, we're going to burn him that way. This guy's not far enough over to be a deep half guy. He's going over here, so I'm assuming he's going to come this way. What's this guy doing? Okay, on this left corner right here, and he's staring right in at the ball. What do you think he's going to end up doing? Blitz. He's going to blitz. Hell yeah. He's going to blitz. He should be having it. If that's Diggs right there, right? Yeah. If that's you, Tyreek, he better have his eyes on your ass. Or you're right. going to do what? So you, can, so you can alert Joey and say, hey, cat, 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 cat. Cat, cat. What does cat mean? Corner blitz. This okay? cat's so watch coming. What cat attack. So watch what happens. And this is the big thing. Stop. Perfect. Oh, that freaking money, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back with the IT people. Screw the headset. Hell yeah. Donuts forever. Hey, Jimmy Lyons. Okay, so look, Enough. this Got is one hunt. way they hide from the blitz look, the pressure look, out of one of their zone pressures, and they end up playing Tampa too. So you get this guy who was back here ends up being a hard corner. He's got the left flat. This guy stays as the right flat, just where he was. The nickel, we said, started getting depth, so he's the deep half player over here to the right side of the field. This safety that was here ends up being deep half here. This guy bails out. He's a curl window player. That guy's your middle plate paint, excuse me, deep middle third player, and there's your other curl window player who was showing like he's blitzing off this edge. The other thing, run it back one time. And these are little tells that you guys need to look for. In the film. When you watch the film, <clears throat> this guy's down. This guy's up. So when they're going to run their zone pressures, most of the team, most of the guys can't have a hand in the dirt and then stand up and get in their coverage. Sorry about that. I don't it's okay, know Coach. Sorry, right, Coach. Do everything you need to Okay, so I'm assuming, Joey, rest of you offensive linemen, that that guy's coming, that guy's up. He's kind of acting like he's coming, but he's in a two-point. This guy's in a three-point. I'm going to anticipate pre-snap that that guy's bailing out, and he's going to come, and they're going to bring some type of zone pressure off this side. Run it one time from the top. Okay, so now they bailed out to t Tampa, too. Don't panic with the ball, Joe. Don't panic. Buy some time, find an open window, and let's see what happens. And we C got him. Dime. And we got him. So if we go to the last slide, 
Thank you for that. That was unbelievable. No, you're unbelievable. That was unbelievable. So who wins and why? I think you probably already know the answer to it, but let's look at it. So if we fly in the first reason, I just got a great feeling that Lou Anarumo, okay, and that Bengals defense, all right, the Sicilian Paisan, yeah. all right, is going to do a great job of caging the cheetah and the penguin and taking these two guys. Not going to take them out of the game, but if they, all, if they both combine for like, Let's say one six catches, one seven catches, 90 yards and no touchdown. That's a win. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. a win. So I feel oh, like yeah. that's going to happen with Lou and that Bengal defense. Oh, you want touchdown. And that experienced secondary. What's the next one? I just showed you why. Because Joe Cool, oh. what he's going to do, he's going to study the tape that we just watched. He looks all right, good. And he's going to know all those pressure looks. First, second down, yeah, but once it gets to money downs, those third downs, those red area downs, he's going to know exactly who's coming, who ain't, the right signals, the switch routes. He's going to that, – that's the dude. And our offensive line is going to play their ass off. What else? Who day nation. And we're at home. And they're who day nation. They're going to go off. It's going to be loud. It's going to make it really, really hard for that silent count and Tua and that offense to operate. I got the Bengals. Wow. I got the Bengals winning 28. Okay. 24. Let's go. Here oh, we go. That's a cover. Coach, that was awesome. I appreciate the hell out of you. AJ, anything to ask, Coach? No, Coach, that was awesome. I, I am on board 100%. I believe we will win by more than three and a half points as well. Hell yeah, Coach. We Woo. appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Coach, please, please. Coach. Uh, we appreciate you. I look forward to that every single week. Feels like I'm back in the team meeting room. I enjoy the hell out of our conversations with Vaughn Miller. AJ, you stopping by every day is really a treat, isn't it? Huh? It is. Uh, the best. It's a toxic treat that we get to enjoy. The toxic <laughs> table. What a show by you guys today. Everybody in the back, appreciate you all so, so much. Uh, we have a super boost this evening where this man has made a decision for the yes. first time this season. The Hawk is hot and Hawks fly together oh. tonight. Bengals, minus three and a half. Fudge. Joey Burrow to throw over 200 yards. Tyreek yeah. Hill to have one touchdown jamar chase to have one touchdown that's plus 1200 right now on fanduel sportsbook as a super boost we appreciate you aj we appreciate fanduel we cannot wait to be back here tomorrow to celebrate the shit out of this hell yeah i believe Woo! i'll be flying into a hurricane tomorrow morning so you'll get me live from the middle of a tropical storm cannot wait to chat with you guys make our pits for the weekend and celebrate this incredible same game parlay that's been boosted to plus 1200 uh, uh that's gonna hit for sure let's go chuck Coach, Chuck. He's gone. Coach. I can't hear a is, damn thing. Is Jack and Wade up in the weight room already? Before yeah. we get out of here, uh, our theory and suspicion has been confirmed. McDaniel noticed people watching all of practice, and he actually decided to put 12 players on offense every single time. Genius. So all the videos that are circulating around Twitter right now, allegedly McDaniel knew about. He went to Yale. We talked about this during the show. Boom. Happy to see. That's that young coach mentality. That's right. He fucking playing next level chess with these people. Send the cease and desist, too, to make them think we're really worried about it. Mm -hmm. Launch an investigation for full gimmick, and then pow, when we show up, it ain't nothing like what everybody's seen at the University of Cincinnati. Gotcha. Bitch. We knew it. We did know it. But we should have counted players. That was a good tell. Chuck Pagano has to get out of here. <laughs> Coach P's keys. I believe this one's for 10000 or nine, or nine people to win $500? No. That's right. Nine people to win $500 on the day. The Coach P's keys really. That's it. Oh. oh eight people to win $500. Oh! 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 Oh!
Oh, oh my God. He said a full suck it, fuck you situation. You should celebrate. What a throw. We should celebrate. That's a good omen going into tonight. Yeah. Our yeah. super boost on FanDuel is definitely going to hit because of that. Eight people who retweet this video reply with saying something nice to somebody and also put your cash tag from Cash App. We'll win $500 because Chuck Pagano's beautiful throwing. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Let's have a Thursday. Hope you all win. Uh, remember to retweet that video. Get entered into this thing. There's a merch giveaway coming in like two hours. Let's fucking go, huh? Here we go. Let's have a Thursday. Let's Come enjoy on. this. Cheers to everybody. We'll see you in about 20 hours in 21 minutes. Goodbye.